I did really enjoy the change in animation style that they did for that very like you know intense oh, yeah. pan of Rougeard of just like yeah. we were betrayed by fucking Lapalus, <laughs> and then Rudy and everybody's just like, okay, chill, bro. Like, okay, yeah, that's bad. Like, we got it. I'll, yeah. I'll help you. We're on your side. Welcome to the Anime Isekai Podcast, week 9 of the winter 2021 season. On this show, we'll be discussing the current season of anime airing every week. I'm your host, David, and joining me today, we have Stren. Hello! Next up, we have Taylor. Hello! Next up, we have Justin. Hey, everyone! And finally, we have Ku. Hello, hello! And we'll also have uh, Sasha join us later on. Um, so, uh, before we get started here, uh, just have some quick anime news when I go over real quick. Um, big one that just announced, I think it was yesterday, Saturday, uh, that was a part-timer, season two. Yes! So, <laughs> Let's go. Whack McDonald gang, rise up. So. <laughs> I think it's, isn't it McDonald's? Is it McDonald's? Whack, I'm pretty sure it's Whack What is, I don't know, what are, what are a fake name they have, gang? I mean, it's up. been, it's been eight years, eight but years. Hey, yeah. eight, eight, has come. Eight years, that- so... That in the war against Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken, <laughs> sir. Yeah. I, that's what I said. We don't want to catch any copyrights. So yeah, that's crazy because because uh, like the light novel ended last year too. So so I don't know. Yeah. So this is just more the trend of like these randomly like season two announcements. Like I guess like someone someone's pushing for these season two. They understand. They finally understanding yeah. how 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 important it is to like, get more anime. Oh. Man, I'm just over here waiting for Haruhi season three to get. <laughs> yeah, so all I can say is man, like this, this gives people hope that like your your long awaited anime sequels are going to happen. I mean, because everyone's, everyone's saying no game to life. Out. It's no game to life yeah. is the big one we are waiting for. Yeah, that's it's, definitely the one that's probably the most realistic. Definitely but possible. But then all those people that were like waiting forever for years gave up and basically then just read like the original source and now they get the like the the announcement. Or it also reminds <laughs> right. me of uh, your your Full Metal Panic, sir. That took ten years. It did, and they don't. Even, it was like a tease. They didn't even finish it. They didn't finish it, and it's, not, and it's also it wasn't by Kill Animation for some reason. So even yeah, though I was about to to Justin, how Haruhi the the new mm-hmm. book just came out after what that five year hiatus from the author. Yeah, right. And I was I actually talking to my friend that. about that, and he didn't even know that because he had last thought that it was still on hiatus, and then he saw it, that well, it was release on, of the it latest was released, book, so. like November, and then the English version is coming here. I actually, read all the light novels, so probably gonna okay. read this one too. But oh, damn. Yeah, so. no, this definitely opens up the floodgates, like you guys said, of like shows that people really care about that want to come back. Like this is this is Dude. the first step in the right direction. It's like so to it's speak. like it's like no game, no life, and I guess the only big one is just a reboot of Berserk about the CGI. That's the only other thing. I, I oh man, that. <laughs> that, that's can they get it right? <laughs> Berserk Brotherhood, uh, just believe. <laughs> I, I did notice though that the animation—it's got to be a different animation studio, or the style is definitely different from the first. Uh, they say that. that uh, Terminal Devil's part time. It's the same animation yeah, studio, but they don't know who from the studio uh, is going to be. For sure, oh, it's, back, it's, right? it's yeah. a different uh, character designer. So I know yeah, it's, too, yeah. uh, but it's, it's still it's still White Fox though. But with White Fox uh, but, doing like reason like, a bunch of other okay. stuff, they haven't confirmed who. But it's like it's gonna come back for it. It's like saying like like JC staff who made Torador. It's like that that staff is like moved on from like ten years ago. Oh God, I so, had no idea that's yeah. JC staff. Yeah, JC staff. Yeah, I heard it's more kind of um faithful to like the character designs of the light novel so i'm okay with it it does look like it yeah 
Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was no. fine with the previous one too, but hype, I mean, I'll take this. I'll definitely take this. Yep. Yeah. And then um, uh, just some quick other news. I mean, uh, this is for Kudo. His uh, his misfits of Demon King Academy got season two. So I need I need more of them sweet sweet one liners. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and the LP uh, Malsama, the Demon Lord. Mm-hmm. So that... I, I don't care about the fact that he's OP. Just the fact that this this character is so good, like in every way possible. That's what I'm waiting for. So that guy season two, and then I guess we got uh, Shield Hero a release date in October. I mean, I was expecting anyway, so not surprised. Hmm. So yeah, yeah. That's so... still kind of far out. I'll take it. I know. I think other than that, the only other thing I saw was the Evangelion movie finally came out. Oh, today. Yeah. It, I'll, Japan, I, because so. because uh, Tokyo extended their state of emergency for another two weeks, so I don't I'm know. Pretty sure it is it is out. Okay. So I don't know if they delayed. Finally, it after again. the delays and everything. They, oh, it's now, had, uh, it's now first, here. So Evangelion first, fans rejoice. <laughs> I think they had what the first twelve minutes showing on YouTube somewhere they yep. released. So yep. yeah. So oh, that's wow. for, that's for you, Johan. You're eight years wait for. For even Galleon, because 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 Hideki <laughs> thought it'd be a good idea to make a Godzilla movie. <laughs> <laughs> the God, the Godzilla movie was okay. It was good. Right. Okay. Right. Yes. Sure. We'll leave it at that. Yes, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so that's it. We're gonna move on to our our regular scroll discussions. Onto the first show. All right. So we're first gonna talk about Higurashi, because I know how much cool you want to talk about your girl Satoko. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it once and I'll say it again, but fucking Satoko, you bitch, you bitch. Dude. Oh my God. Like, like, dude, like, you know how much Sasha hates Gabby? Like, that's me with Satoko, right? You know, this wow. episode just pushed it like, way to the extreme, you know? Well, I'm uh, with you, Koo, so I totally, I totally get that, how you that's feel. That's my take on it. That's my take on it. If you guys want to rebuttal, uh, no, no, no. I, I think we're all on the same I page. Totally know how you <laughs> feel, sir. Like, I'll say the, the dumb thing too is that like, is she, like, she went through all those memories, the hundred year loops that Rika went, so she fully understands how Rika feels, and she still has the audacity to think, oh no, like Rika is my friend. She can only do things I want, so therefore I'm gonna tell her what to do. Like, the audacity of this bitch, man. Her, her logic and reasoning are pretty twisted. It's definitely one of the more toxic, manipulative relationships I've ever seen. Like, I think she definitely has a disassociative personality. Oh my she God. needs to GTFO. It's like, you went through the 100 years. Like, how do you not, like, how are you that psychopath that you can't empathize with 100 years and you still want to, like, keep her in that, the village that traumatized her for 100 years? I mean, the only thing I could think of is, you know, like, if you're a Yanade, I guess you can kind of like relate to how she feels, but I have no idea how a person can be this twisted, especially a, uh, what is she like? 10, 12, 13. Like that. Yeah, yeah. She's quite young. Yeah. Yeah. Like how does the person become this twisted? And it wasn't even the person that was like looping for a century. It was just before well, that. Like, I mean, it's like, I'm not really defending her cause it doesn't make any of what she's doing okay. But I can kind of understand how she got to this point, like with being ostracized by Hinamiz like the entirety oh, of yeah. Hinamizawa because of her parents job. with the damn war. Um and things like that. Well, really that's it. And then I guess everything that happened with her brother too. I think she just feels she's probably got some pretty bad abandonment issues. Mm. Um, which come into play. So I can see like how she got there. It doesn't make it okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I suppose. 
again, like I said, I, I suppose I can kind of see where she's coming from, but there's so many other reasons to like counter that argument, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like you could have definitely made it work some other way. Okay, if you don't want to go to school, uh, find a way to make her stay or just stay in touch somehow. You know, maybe go to different schools and just still keep in touch. Like she doesn't have to be like in there in person 24-7 for you to feel like happy or satisfied or whatever it is that she's yearning for from from Rika. But uh yeah, I I I don't see how she's gonna like salvage her her image in a sense to viewers, right? Um if you have feelings or if you liked Satoko as a character before this episode and you still do afterwards you got issues and <laughs> you need to fucking get yourself checked out because that is there is some fucked up shit going on here um, it's actually kind of interesting to see because like so many people end up in toxic relationships whether they're romantic or friendship you know things like that and i think right. it shows like it it could be i mean it's interesting to see that play out you know what i mean how she views what her actions is loving rika more than anybody else but we're viewing it as you absolutely don't love her at all you're just a monster mm. So, uh, all this time yeah. blaming Oyashio Sama, maybe she, she was the monster all along. But oh yeah, so speaking of which, there was other than than that, right? Uh, there was a lot of uh, lore drops with this episode as well. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, maybe I think Taylor's more qualified to explain it. But did you want to go through what was dropped with this episode? So like it basically for me, it basically just kind of put into order exactly what they all know about like what happened previously. And it kind of puts the timeline a little bit more into order for me. But basically they were talking about how like they went through like what I remember from seasons one and two, which is uh, where the nurse was Tamako or whatever her name is, where she was the like the main villain of of that time. And I don't really want to like go into why yet in case you guys want to watch it. I mean, that's like a whole separate sub like a whole separate season or two. Um, But it kind of goes through that. And that's what she means when she references like the mountain dogs and how they went through that battle that year for Rika to basically win her freedom from Hinamizawa. I mean, so, you know, if you've seen one and two, then all that would make sense to you. If you haven't, I'd recommend still going back and those. But it clearly establishes that in this season, that nurse is not the issue. It really seems like this entire season is just really about this fractured friendship between Satoko and and Rika. And I guess maybe be careful what you wish for. Maybe the murders back in the original one and two were better than this, or maybe they're just destined to be miserable. Who knows? Hmm. But um, but yeah. So like, so basically, this episode showed that. Um, whatever, like, uh, they made, they made Rika be able to remember her memories, um, after she dies. Was that, did she not remember them in the original show, like, after she died, or? No. Okay, so, cause, so it was because of Satoko that now, in, like, in all these loops that she's doing now, that we're seeing from, from, like, the start, it's because of Satoko, and I guess. Uh, it's, yes. it's possible, but wasn't it because of, uh, Hanyu was the one that kind of released that limitation on it? Mm-hmm. Or, or was that because Satoko wished for that to occur? And since, uh, what was it, Featherin or whatever, was stronger than Hanyu at the time? Since Hanyu had a broken horn, that's why mm-hmm. she was kind of able to overpower Hanyu and make her just let Satoko or Rika keep her memories? Yeah, that's what I understood from it. Yeah. Okay. So basically, like, so all this, like, this weird stuff happened with Satoko that, that, that they're showing. And basically, I guess we're going all the way back to the one episode that, like, that we 
left off where way back in the school where Rika knew, found out that Sakura was a looper and it just ended just like that. I'm assuming that's where what's, what's going to happen either mm-hmm. next episode or soon where we're just going to go back to that moment when Rika realized that it was Satoko this whole time making her mm-hmm. do the loop. I'm actually kind of excited to see what happens there. Like, I, if I was Rika, <laughs> I do not know what I would do. <laughs> like, I you, grab, just... you grab that sword shard from the <laughs> shrine and be like, yo, bitch, I got you. And then shank, shank, you know, something. <laughs> like, uh, that's, that's what I'm expecting at this point, you know? I just, it's just like, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> yeah. And they only got two episodes left, right? Because we're in episode Is 22 two? right now. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Really yeah so so basically what was the point of like the first 16 episodes right uh, because apparently it doesn't matter because this is all about satoko and how this all came to be after the um the canon arc of season one and two of the original um so how the season plays out i guess this would be the end of Rashi in general or maybe i'll lead up to like say a season four or something i guess um but yeah, it, oh. it's 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 insane, and I can't wait to see how that ends. So yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know about season four. I feel like stuff like this. It feels like they want to keep it just like just this season. I can't. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. They have to be confident enough to like to do another season, adding on to this. Because well, we already we already got twenty six episodes or twenty four whatever. So that's that's already well, a lot. Right, but I figure if it's popular enough, maybe they'll keep it going. And I don't remember how long it's been since they've done another When They Cry uh, series, like how long the, the time frame was. So I'd assume if it's good and you want to keep going, you want to explore the world some more, maybe they'll make a season four. Who knows? Well, we'll see. I feel like, like Tekarashi is more niche. So I don't know if you can really rely on just the popularity to keep going another season. But we'll see. Look. Yeah. It looks like that um, Higarashi. I don't know how to pronounce this. Sikonia or or Shikonia or or whatever. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. But that visual novel that was mentioned in the comments um, that explained some of the testing that was done on Satoko. It looks like that one actually came out in 2019. So that's really recent. And then Umineko was several years before that. So. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's a good chance then, right? 2019, 2021, mm-hmm. maybe a couple of years. We'll I kind of like don't care if it, if this is like what they have to offer for future seasons. Like I f- I personally find this plot very like I mean it's interesting as a standalone thing, but like I don't think it has to be under the umbrella of Higarashi. Like I feel like Higarashi has all these other different plots and themes going through, and I just feel feel like this entire thing just kind of sticks out oddly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wouldn't really want it to continue if if this is the kind of direction they're gonna go personally, but. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll just, see what happens. Uh, the only thing I want to mention, I just remember, like, is there any reason why, um, that one god calls Rika a cat? She, she calls her like Neko. Is that supposed to be important, or am I, like missing something? Not that I know of. Okay, that's because like, I think that's why like the titles we kept seeing Neko in the title because mm-hmm. I guess they're referring to to Rika, but I have no idea why that is. It probably does have some importance, but I haven't gotten to that yet. So okay. TBD. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, I guess that'll be it for Higurashi. Uh, move on to our next show. Let's talk about Hori Mia. Oh, oh man, Hori is one kinky girl. <laughs> but I love we it. <laughs> but I love it. We don't kink shame here, okay? No, not one bit. So it's okay. 
Okay. Dude, I totally, I, I totally understand how um how Mia feels though. Like how how uncomfortable he is that like his girlfriend's into that, but he's trying to make her happy. Like, yeah, yeah it's right. Sweet. It's it's seeing, it's kind of nice seeing them like establish their boundaries, like explore what they're comfortable with, and have those conversations. Like, I I really enjoy seeing that. Dude, how awkward is it that you have to like ask your ask your girlfriend's dad, "Hey, your daughter's into M. Like, what what do I do?" Like. That's such an awkward conversation. Bro, if, if it was anyone else but Kiosuke, I think it would be awkward. Right. Well, since it's Kiosuke, like, I'm down, right? Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd be okay to talk to the guy about that. Yo, man, your daughter's kind of weird, bro. I don't know how to feel about it, but maybe you can give me some advice. But, uh, yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, the, the episode uh, basically, like, it opened up with Hori having done um Yamato's hair with, with that one hairstyle and all the girls fawning over him and then she mm-hmm. was like pissed off and jealous about it her reaction when he asked her if she was mad I thought was so funny I laughed my ass off when like in her head she's just screaming about him. How, how, like she, they didn't yeah. pay him any attention before she spent this time on him and now they've got their paws all over him and then she's just like no I, I'm not mad at you never mind and it just gets swept under I really like those scenes in, in Hori Mia those are like my favorite type of things that I feel like you don't see and I haven't seen a lot in a lot of other anime that are just very like human that was mm-hmm. that was my actual favorite think, part of the episode yeah, even like, though there was lots of really good things in this episode so so the weird so okay no king shaming but the weird M thing aside like in the whole that scene too I think it it's it does I think it's good for her character because I always just felt like her character was like weak compared to Mia. So I think I think that's nice to have Wait, that. What really? I just I don't I just I really just didn't like care much about Fori as much until recently. Mm. Like at the beginning of the series, I didn't really think of her much. But slowly, I'm starting to appreciate her character more, especially since we know about her family too in that interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I could I could definitely agree with that in the sense of like she's definitely weak from like a emotional like showing how she truly feels mm-hmm. aspect like even to taylor's point of like her like internal kind of emotions but how in school you know she's kind of viewed as like this you know perfect kind of girl doesn't go off the handle and all this stuff but that's exactly as taylor said what makes it so great when she has those internal moments of how she really feels um but in terms of the physical attributes as we saw later in the episode Hori don't play no oh, games when that. they ran yeah. into the middle school. He defended her man. That was yeah. Awesome. And so then like, as they you know, went on the call, Hori, the uh, the summon monster <laughs> the of summon, Mia's. Yeah. I, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, no. When you, like, yeah, the second scene when, when Hori got slapped in front of the friends. And, oh, shit, he's even more badass than she is. <laughs> like, holy fuck, guys. Like, he definitely grew up. Like, I, I was just dying, bro for that part yeah. right there. Interesting that their barometer for him growing was that he beats women now, but I guess whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it is what it is. It ain't real, right? It's anime, so yeah, exactly. It's all right. Spent a significant portion of this episode confusing uh, the character of Mizuchi with Tanihara. They ba- oh, it's did. basically like short blue hair versus long blue yeah, hair. That I thought it was the same person sometimes, and I was <laughs> like, wait, it's actually two different people. Like, okay. yeah, I actually had to go back and rewatch it just to make sure I got the right parts correctly because I yeah. didn't catch on until the very I, end. I just only realized because I was super confused of like, okay, he knew him in middle school, but it seems like they didn't go to high school together. And then later on, you know, you get introduced to the other guy who goes to the same high school and i'm like wait how how is this the same person and it's like oh no it's not <laughs> yeah so i don't know so the way like they introduced like the middle school bully was it the tiny tiny hara guy like i don't know mm-hmm. i'm kind of conflicted just because like i know they're trying to they're trying to show him that like he does like regret his actions he didn't really mean like to i guess like 
He didn't I mean a lot of things he did in middle school, but at the same time, it's like, like we saw early last week's episode how like how like like how lonely that uh, Mia felt in middle school, and he was even feeling suicidal. And it's mm-hmm. like, so yes, it like I understand you want to you want to atone and you do feel bad, but at the same time, you could have been responsible for someone's suicide. So, like, yep. that that part, and and also it's really weird because because the way he introduced his character in the beginning too, like he, he comes off so like like douchebaggy. And then mm-hmm. they just play off like they feel that comedically. So I don't know that, that part. Yeah. Like I'm not sure. I'm not really sure how I feel that part. Just because like it's, yeah, it's. His, I got his feelings seemed like weirdly intense towards Miyamoto. Like I actually thought it was going to go down the route of like he had a thing for him and was like battling some internal mm-hmm. like hom- homophobic things because like how like creepily bullyish she was towards him just felt very targeted and then when they kind of backpedaled and he was apologizing by the end of the episode it, it felt a little off to me as well i know what you mean like it it, mm. it, it felt so serious but they try to play off his comedy it's like that's like mm. the one thing i just like I don't yeah know. That too. so i definitely but like i get what they're doing with like trying to like make us sympathize for him like how because it kind of reminds you of like you know, again the main character from silent silent voice where he regrets what he did too but Hmm. but it's just like i don't know like yeah but it, it well, exactly in the show doesn't it like the way that they develop this character it's you know you may not like that but say that again <laughs> I, I think the way they developed his character kind of fits the theme of horimiya as like everyone has issues so hmm. if he would have been like some kind of bad guy or the main antagonist of this of this show in a sense um, I don't think it would really fit the theme of the show, where it's like I said about the development of people and how everyone has like deep uh, issues that they're trying to overcome mm-hmm. as they're growing up. Yeah, so, no, I I yeah. get that. I'm just saying that I just felt the way the show, um, the way the, the the tone of this episode, like like they tried to play it off so like comedically for a serious issue. So it felt like mm. it felt like it was like distracting me from the message. That was mm-hmm. what I was saying. Can somebody explain to me exactly, exactly like what happened with the bunnies? Yeah. Um. So basically, Tanihara was responsible for feeding the bunnies over like mm-hmm. the break or whatever, mm-hmm. and he knew that Miyamura had this attachment with the mm-hmm. bunnies because we didn't really have any friends in high school mm-hmm. or in middle school, excuse yeah. me. Um. And basically, Tanihara admits down the line that, uh, and I don't know if that that all the scenes that happened like in that locker. That was all yeah. this like metaphorical stuff, right? Like that actually didn't yeah. happen. Nah, I think it's metaphorical. Yeah, right. No, no. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Once the bunny started appearing, I, I was like, okay, yeah, that definitely didn't happen. But but anyways, beyond the fact, um, basically Tanihara didn't feed the bunnies, the bunnies died, and then he turned around and said, Oh, it was Mia that didn't feed the bunnies. He's the one that killed them. So it further added to like the ostracization of Mia in middle school. But it was just a total accident that he forgot to feed the bunnies. Is I don't that- think they said if it was an accident uh, no, or not. Nothing, no it, it was an accident yeah yeah no, what happened okay. Was, okay he was the last person that was supposed to take care of the bunnies before summer yeah. break but he forgot mm-hmm. and then when they came back and the bunnies died he blamed it on miyamura and i think they both actually might have maybe cared for the rabbits i don't know because mm-hmm. oh no no or, or probably not uh but basically the idea was he didn't want to be ostracized himself so since he would have been blamed for it he just put it on me and more since he was already yeah, okay. convenient that's, i guess that's, and yeah. that's that's the significance of that locker scene is like um i think i think it was like a dream he was having but he was basically admitting that like he he really needs to feel like he has to fit in with like the group or 
Like, and mm-hmm. he was like, he was, and Mia in his dreams was saying, like, you know, like, you, like, you're so scared of like being left out that that that's why you're willing to do things like, like, blame Mia for your mistakes. And, and even if like mm-hmm. Mia has suffered consequences, you just like turn your back on him. Yeah. Yeah. I know, like, at first, I thought the reason why he had it out for Miyamura was because he stole Shindo away from him, in a sense, if you guys remember that from like way back when. Uh, so I thought maybe that was why he was so angry or like he hated Miyamura so much. But I guess this is the second thing that was added onto the plate, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I don't really get what the like main point of adding the other like green haired character was in terms of his interactions with Mia. Other than Mizuchi? the fact of. Yeah, Mizuchi, because all, yeah. all it was was him was that he liked Hori, right? And he couldn't believe that Hori yeah. would fall for someone like Mia. And it's like, oh, OK, cool. Um... Like we already kind of like have done that with Toru in yeah. the beginning yeah. of the season. Like why do we need to now have this other, you know, character? Um, I think that it helped establish a little bit more confidence for um Miyamura with Hori's preferences, basically. Like I think he was mm-hmm. just having trouble like finding that balance between what would make her happy, um, while also keeping comfortable for himself and i think that that was really the main purpose of mizuchi's character was just showing Mm. okay this is something you're capable of she likes you because you are capable of that she's probably not going to push you past what you're comfortable with it's just going to be a bit of exploring but that's something that somebody like mizuchi would just wouldn't be able to like accept at all you know what i mean i thought it was kind of a weird episode to have it in especially when he's kind of like literally the end at the end of the episode uh, when miyamura was talking about him and tanihara he like talked about them both like back to back but I feel like they were, they kind of had like different impacts in the episode. So I thought it was weird to put them together in one episode, but eh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the only plot device was the fact that um, because of that instant that they had, he broke his phone. So Tony mm-hmm. Howard couldn't call him. So he thought that he would ignore him. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> that might have right. been like the only reason why that was there. <laughs> Forgot about uh, that. Yeah, that was an interesting end to the episode too of at their bakery, and they're just kind of you know skidding around of like, oh yeah, I heard you have good cheesecake, and he's like, yeah, we have good like orange tarts too, and he's like, oh okay, okay I'll take good. two of each. And, you know, just skirting around the fact it was like, yo, we both want to be boys, and they're like, yeah, we can be boys. And it's like okay, <laughs> so, but it was cute nonetheless. So, yeah, Joe uh, always excels in that regard. Like, like so, I mean, so for me, it's like. I guess I'm not as harsh on him as I was before, like just because it's it does look like he's making an effort to atone and like make things right for him and Mia. So I'll give him I'll I'll give him that. It's just it's just like again, just it's just weird the way this show this this episode tried to show it. So that was only my my point. That's my point. No. All right, and then I think that's gonna be it for Hori Mia. Uh, Move on to our next show. Talk about B stars. Oof. All right. So, uh, Taylor, you can start out because I'd assume you have more to talk about. Why would you assume that? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Did you, didn't you talk with uh, Taylor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, okay. um, in this episode, we learn uh, that Lewis and the Shishigumi are losing business and money because somebody is. Stealing, eating meat, and elephant tusks. And apparently that is a source of income for them. And we also see Lugosi continuing to train with Gohin, um, and who teaches him to start like strategically fighting. Since he is going through some physical changes, um, 
having cut out meat. Um, they're kind of going through those things. I did find it interesting that Gohin's ideas of justice are not turning in carnivores. Like they didn't really like carnivores who have eaten herbivores. Mm-hmm. They didn't go into it too much or like exactly where his like cutoff line is for turning people in. But I thought it was really cool to see him as an herbivore, you know, kind of understanding that car- it, not everything is easy for carnivores and kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt sometimes. I don't know. What were your thoughts on that, Koo? Uh, I thought it was fine. I just couldn't get over the fact that pandas are apparently carnivores. If, uh, I always thought that pandas were herbivores because of the yeah. whole bamboo thing. Yeah, they only eat bamboo. Well, then how is this panda guy a carnivore then? He's not. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, he's not. <laughs> okay. No, because I'm okay. So I'm, maybe I'm messing up, but I remember those like a statement that he made that made it seem like uh, he actually ate meat once, and that's why like he's kind of like enforcing his own justice by not turning in these carnivores and kind of just like you know like implementing his own justice, right? Like he's gonna uh, like recondition them to be okay to fit with the world of carnivores and herbivores. So. I think I know what line you're talking about, and it kind of threw me for a loop too. But I think it was just kind of a weird translation. I think. Right. So. Uh, okay. So yeah, maybe that was my bad. But uh, and I mean, I totally respect the guy. Uh, although I guess realistically, I can't agree with what he's doing. But uh, in an anime sense, and for just um, like in aspects of just someone's morale and their way of thinking, I kind of would agree that that's probably the best way to have the world unify and become a better place in a sense rather than just imprisoning whoever and giving them no chance of like uh repenting or redeeming themselves as a person so yeah because i mean this doesn't really seem like in most in most carnivores cases it really doesn't seem like it's a matter of oh they just don't care about herbivores they just want to go around and kill them and, and eat them all it really seems like there's a lot of these accidental things that occur um and really just some um, like behavior therapy and like other stuff could really go a long ways Mm-hmm. Rather than just straight turning somebody into the police and like ruining their whole life, you know? Right. Anyways, so after that scene, then Tao goes to visit Kibi in the hospital. So the panther goes to visit the anteater in the hospital. And it was really cute. I was devastated by Kibi losing his arm. It was just horrifying to watch. I've never forgotten it since then. And so to see Tao go and visit him and Kibi forgive Tao for what happened because he said that, um, you know, Tao probably went through a really hard time too beating himself up over it yeah. i thought that moment was really great i teared up a little bit i love them <laughs> oh, that's all right it's not like his arm is gone for good they were able to reattach it so yeah 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 i know but i think i do think that he would have forgiven him even if he didn't get his arm back <laughs> well, no that was my right arm that's my good <laughs> arm <laughs> uh maybe maybe i guess we'll have to see if it ever happens to me in real life but... okay fingers crossed that's fingers crossed yeah but yeah, no, I get it. I was like, yeah, this this whole episode was just a heartwarming episode. And then especially with the scene that follows afterwards, like yes. just when you thought this the episode couldn't get any more heartwarming, like the next makes his tail. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh so basically, um I don't see they never went into it, so I'm kind of confused. Hopefully they'll they'll mention it next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh but apparently Lagoshi was caught as a culprit, uh as the one that was like still in the meat and the um uh, and the, the elephant tusk mm-hmm. but apparently his partner <laughs> ran away so i don't know if that was like uh uh like the panda sensei running away but i don't think that would be the case right i don't think he would just leave lugosi behind like that i think he maybe just got framed or he got kidnapped or whatever 
And uh, I was after he fought the, that that bird and the cheetah. I think it was. I thought it was after them. Didn't one of them escape? And they like the no. He the... Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. So he, but then if I remember correctly, he <laughs> caught both of them, and then they went back to like the like the panda uh, place, and then they had that talk, and that one client came in for more medication mm -hmm. and yeah, whatever. So I think that was after they had that showdown. So mm. I don't think that was right after that. It must have been like some sometime further along, unless okay. like they're just like laughing these scenes over each other and the, the time frame isn't um, done well, I guess. Uh, but no, I think it was like sometime afterwards. And then apparently Lugosi just got captured mm. uh, by the, what was the name of the group again? Shishi Gumi? Shishi Gumi. I keep wanting to call them Shiganshina from like Attack on Titan, but it's right. Shishi Gumi. <laughs> yeah, and then apparently because he shaved themselves, thank God, uh, they didn't notice that he was the wolf boy that you know came and fucked them up in the first place. And now that Lewis is the leader, he came to go see who the culprit was, and it turns out it was Lugosi. And like Lugosi being the good boy that he is, right? Like his tail is wagging nonstop because he was so That's happy to see boy. Lewis. Yeah, and then like even after all that, right? And Lewis and Lugosi has a one-on-one, -on -one, and he's like, "Yo, you're so back, man. Like, I wanted, I need a partner. Like, you're the only guy that could ever like see me as who I am. You gave me the strength, uh, to to be who I am today. And like, he's trying to convince him to come back to school because they need him. Uh, he lets them know that you know we we found the guy who uh, who ate him. Like, there was just so much going on, and you're hoping that maybe Lugosi can kind of convince Lewis to come back. Um. Mm -hmm. But this is where like they stand their ground, right? Like Lewis mm -hmm. can never come back, but Lugosi mm -hmm. is doing this because he wants to be at the shining light. He wants to be able to protect his his friends and urban warriors and whatnot. So mm -hmm. this is where they they split off. But uh, yeah, it was it was such a feel good episode. And uh, oh man, it was it was it was a good episode. I don't know how else to explain. I kind of wish that they would talk more about the story and some of the background. But I guess we'll have to settle with this for this week. Dude, I was just so, so, so scared when, like, when Lugosi first gets thrown in front of Lewis, and Lewis is like, this piece of shit lying mother, um, like, I thought he was a good guy, but he's been doing all this stuff. I was so scared that, like, Lewis was going to be misunderstanding mm -hmm. Lugosi for, like, a while. I didn't think that that misunderstanding would get turned around within minutes, so I was so relieved when it did, and then Lugosi just threw himself into Lewis's arms with the cutest little hug. Oh, I love that. Um... I think it's just like, yeah, there wasn't like that much like plot per se, but like because there's just so much emotional investment in these characters, it I didn't really care. It just it just felt like a huge moment. Mm -hmm. Um and then of course like Osi, um at the end he he made he like he whispered to Lewis like what you said, you know, I still need you here, you know, you really need to come back, that kind of thing. And he basically Aladdined off off of the balcony, so hopefully he's okay <laughs> there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, thank God he's been training because, yeah, he gave up his jaw power uh, or his, mm -hmm. in, in, like, uh, carnivore instincts or whatever uh, mm -hmm. to just be a lot stronger physically with his, his body, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, like, for CGI, the, the fight scenes in the alley, uh, you know, the fight scene here when he took out those those guards and was able to escape, like, it was actually mm -hmm. really smooth. So Yes, it was. Yeah, you get to see, like, his training payoff, and then obviously mm -hmm. he's only going to get stronger because – he still has to fight, uh, what was it, Rez, the, the, the brown bear? Yeah, Rez. Oh, my God. Rez right. is a super freaking creep at the <laughs> end there. Oh, my God. When he was talking about how carnivores just need to control their emotions. Right. They can't let themselves get out of control. And he's going to go visit Kibi in the hospital, too. What a psychopath. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. 
But you know, that's what happens when Winnie Pooh is, you know, has that honey. You know, he's able to contain himself for a little bit, and then you know, if he doesn't have honey anymore, he just goes ape shit. Um, ass beady eyes are just like so. Oh, I can't. I don't like Riz. I think that yeah. they were trying to set him up to be at least somewhat like empathetic character or relatable or something where you could at least understand where he was coming from and he's not just all out evil but man those dead eyes just don't do a whole lot in his defense for me i mean if i didn't know he was a killer bear i would assume he's innocent because when you look at his face you would assume he's like a cuddly <laughs> yeah bear you know so definitely not threatening uh but hey i guess that's just a sign of a good killer i suppose you know that that poker face i guess but so it was bookended with another well, I felt it was kind of a cute, heartwarming moment at the end where um, um, Peanut like yep. interjects himself in between Lugosi and Riz mm -hmm. and diffuses the tension. Lugosi had broken the light because he was so pissed off listening to Riz talk. And, and uh, Peanut just comes in and he's like, okay, that's all right. Lugosi's going to pay for this light. Nothing to see here. We're all good to go. And then they, that little chat that they had at the end, I thought was nice too. I'm really trying to figure out exactly where Pina's character is going. I don't really know exactly what he wants, but he's very good at bringing down the, the tension. <laughs> He is. I want to say he's probably like Lewis 2.0 because uh, mm. obviously when uh, Lugosi was talking with his uh, his panda master, uh, he was referring to Lewis as like his partner, right? Like he can't do it himself. He needs someone there to kind of back him up uh, emotionally. And it looks like Pina's kind of there to fill the role without him knowing it. And since Lewis isn't coming back anytime soon, I think that's what Pina's there for in a sense. Just emotional support for Lugosi while he's going through all this. And yeah. as of right now, he's doing a really good job because he's been helping out Lugosi, what, twice? This is the second time or third time he's helping third him out? Third time, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's a nice, uh, nice fill in for now. But uh, depending on how they portray his character, I feel like we might just be, or I might just be, uh, not give him enough credit. So I, I guess we'll see how uh, his character plays out later mm -hmm. on. Yep. The only other note that I have for this episode is I feel a little bit anxious about, and I don't know if I should, but I felt a little bit anxious when Lugosi was telling Lewis that he thinks that Haru is waiting for Lewis to come back. Um, I really feel like Lugosi and Haru need to have a longer conversation and figure out what each other is thinking before making such claims, but I don't know if that will come back. I feel like years of watching, like, you know, dramas and stuff like that has made me think that a more dramatic moment will come from that, but it might not. <laughs> Uh, it might. I mean, I don't know. I still think Haru's kind of a bitch, but that's just my point of view. Please don't hate me, YouTube, you know, Twitch or whoever. Um, the but, next 21. Right. But yeah, I, I hate Haru so much, but it is what it is. You know, hopefully something comes to light later where I myself would like her more. But as of right now, I, I hate her character. But it's all, about, it's all about the bromance between Lewis and Lugosi. That's all I got to say. That's, that's what keep me up. Haru gets a little bit more development and you learn a little bit more about what she's thinking. I don't know, but that's just what I've heard. Cause I, I'm I don't dislike her as much as you do, but mm -hmm. especially this season, I have no I haven't had any issues with her this season. Um mm -hmm. but I didn't love her either, and that was the feedback that I got. So mm, okay. we'll see. Yeah, I'll see what happens. But again, it's all about that bromance. Man, these it's pretty nice. Oh. It's so good. <laughs> so good. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, full ant there for V-Stars. <laughs> um, move on to the next show. Australia, do you want to talk a little bit about Slime Show? Uh, I don't know how long you want to go on this for. 
I suppose. And I don't think it'll be that long. Uh, Koo, I think we could probably wrap it up in five minutes. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So, so first thing that like that really got me annoyed by this episode is like those two those two dudes that are like completely in love with that random chick. I don't really remember those two dudes at all, but holy fuck, they're thirsty as hell. Like, oh my god. Like it's just like they it's don't first sight, bro. They're so annoying. Like it's just it's just oh my I can't stay listening though. I was like, dude, this this is dumb. One, I don't remember these characters, and I also don't remember her, like where she came from. Uh it could be my fault for it. I don't know if they if they ever really showed them that much. I remember like I think the one main dude that's like with that's with the chick where uh I remember him from the first season. I don't remember this the 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 shapeshifter at all. Um I don't remember him. But that, that kind of whole scene just completely just annoyed the, the living the living hell out of me. Uh, and then like the then the next part that that completely shocked me is when they actually uh, when it seemed like they killed off the that one uh, that one um, goblin, and then also uh, the uh, best waifu. Shion. I'm blanking on her name. Shion? Yeah. yeah, Shion. Yeah, we're, we're like when they first first going through the steps, I was like, holy shit! I was like, are they actually taking a step? Are they making this scene? Uh, are they trying to like pull back on like the uh, like the serious straight like the serious uh, tone in the show? Mm-hmm. And then so I'm just kind of going through like, holy shit! Like, why would they kill off like the best wife? Like, I'm pretty sure she's got to be like top one fan favorite. And then, uh, sure, yes. And then later on, you find out like right before he's about to just like uh, he's about to um, what's the term? He, when he's about, like about to uh, absorb them, I guess. Yep. You find out that the, those other random adventurers that come in, like, wait, don't do it. There's actually a possible way where you can revive them, but there's only like a three point one four percent chance. The same as pie. I'm thinking like, it might as well be a hundred percent. This fucking show. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> like, yeah. You, you know they're coming back. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, well. And then I think I immediately paused it, went to my anime list, and doctored a point. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. I was just like that was such a that was that was just like way to commit. Unless something changes where like he fails, let's say if somehow he fails in reviving them, even though I I can't see that happening at all for the show, uh, that would completely just I mean that would just that would just shock me. Uh, I also didn't really get like the whole kind of like revelation of like that one random adventure when she just showed the elf ears and everybody kind of like, gasped like oh my god what is she doing mm-hmm. and I'm just like what the fuck I was like we've seen elves like the, like in this show all over the place I was like what the hell was the what what was oh, the she, big deal? she was a princess from a faraway kingdom sir seriously how do you remember this uh, did they think... mention it and I just yeah. As oh. soon as she took off her ears, that's where the tail came from. It came from her kingdom, and then those two guys that follow her, which, by the way, all three of them are useless, but yeah. uh, the two guys that follow her, they're actually her bodyguard because she's royalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the tail of basically... It was basically Amelium, right? Let's let, let, let's be fair. Like, <laughs> with the character they used to portray like the the demon lord or the the dragon princess who became a demon lord, it was basically just Amelium. So that's how she came mm-hmm. to be a demon lord. Uh, but yeah, that was from her kingdom. And that's why she knows of this tale. And oh, apparently, okay. uh, that's where they get, like, uh, I guess it wasn't really them, but what gave them the slight chance was because of that and the fact that there was a magic bearer in place. So the thing that killed them is giving them a chance to come back to life. And just for yeah. for, for safety measures, like, Rumu puts up a, another magical bearer to make sure that all the souls doesn't escape or some shit like that. So you got to be safe. Got to you know, gotta double wrap it. 
Yeah. So this episode I thought was really nice because you know it showed you know it's basically what we were missing the whole time, right? It shows like consequences, right? That even though this guy is OP, you know things can still happen to the point where, like you'll 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 damage him in a sense, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they they copped out last uh, in the second half, and now they're trying to figure out how to uh, like resurrect everyone. And apparently it requires ten thousand human souls. But hey, what do you know? There's twenty thousand humans coming this way, so. That's the one thing that I'm actually like. If if Rimuru kills them all, like I'll be like, damn, okay, I'll take that. Right, I'll, I'll take that as more of like I a can't like a. Doing that in the show. Dude, yeah. that's the thing. Like I, I I like again. This is another chance. Like normally, like I know David, I've and everybody else, I've basically said, oh man, I love cop outs. This one yeah. was fucking terrible. This one was awfully done. And I thought, like, okay, maybe this is what a lot why a lot of people don't like cop outs just normally because it was just so poor. Do you think so? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, even though even though I like Shion, like just kind of like how everything happened, even though like the way she would have died was just dumb. Like they're in like this like all all out battle. Sorry, this is like kind of like a rant from a previous episode that I completely forgot about. They're in an all out battle, and then yeah. they're randomly like these like all the the, the um the um uh, the knights are coming like just down the street, and there's just a random little goblin child just standing there. I'm like, you've been just chilling there this entire time, but, like, and then and then of course she runs out, basically saves her, and then yep. and then dies from it. I'm thinking like. Oh my god, it's just it's just so many dumb scenes in the show, but it's uh anyway, kind of getting back on point. Yeah, with, with the barriers, like uh, the, like um, and it was with basically with how like uh he needs that's how he needs to become a demon lord, I believe, is he has to kill ten thousand people. So I'm I'm really hoping he actually just just you know <laughs> slaughters them and then becomes like a demon lord and then just uh I'm I'm a, at this point just go back to like what the show is supposed to be, just an OP main character. And let's just and then um just go go from there. I, I mean, I it's not as OP as another character from a uh, newly announced season two, uh, yeah. Demon Demon King. But uh, of course, of course, you know it's 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 about to be there, I guess, once he becomes a Demon Lord. Uh, yeah. But I mean, at least at least the the show has like a plot now, right? It's not just about city building or developing relationships with other kingdoms. Uh, yeah, you know, people died. We're gonna get revenge and they'll be uh, revived. Trying to become a demon lord, and hopefully yeah. they're all revived, not just like a select few that was like somewhat some, important. Right? Some spirits leaked through and didn't survive, didn't make it, or something like that. Right? You know, three point one four means that you only get three <laughs> three characters back. It's gonna be Shion, that goblin guy, and some other random old dude, probably. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> even yeah. though there's currently three barriers in place, so nobody escapes. Right. So I mean, it's it's gotten better. It's definitely drawn in my attention more. Uh, before I was just kind of just watching and eating in the background because, like I said, it didn't really draw me in as much. It was just oh, I'm still eating. I'm still eating, but it's it's right. it's fun. It's whatever. Oh, but yeah, but it was definitely the the consequence of Xion and all these other people dying. Uh, mm. Yeah, I didn't really like the fact that uh, the mage chick and the two guys was like trying to that's so annoying there's so much oh i thought that was really annoying but it's it's whatever but yeah with the fact that those going to be consequences it, it definitely drew my attention but again once i saw the cop i was like oh it's whatever yeah yeah i mean so i don't take this i don't take this sort of the show serious but you know stuff is finally happening mm-hmm. but anyway yeah well, that's about it though yeah we we'll talked see. more than enough i think okay right. so that'll be it for slime slime tensei um we're gonna skip Log Horizon, because I didn't watch it again this week. And and I consider the show trash. So, so we're not, not, oh, not going to get to that. 
So that's it for Lock Horizon. I guess um, we can oh, move on. Real quick on Lock Horizon, David. It was another episode. Just talking. Continue. <laughs> All right. So we're going to skip Lock Horizon. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll move on to Kmo Jihen. And again, you guys can talk about that. Oh, uh, Justin, you want to start out? Yeah, I can start off. Um, I thought this episode was just okay. Um, I think, you know, the first kind of opening that we see where we get to learn about the um, clinic woman who um, is a human herself, has no relation to kimonos other than she was originally a vet- veterinarian and started yep. treating like kimono uh, injuries and illnesses. Um, but anyways, that kind of, um, turns into her kind of leaving, um, Shiki and Aya that her mother, um, you know, is on the up and up and doesn't need much, you know, in order to recover. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I don't know. I just thought it was like super convenient that, uh, Shiki and Aya's mom lived through all of yeah. you know, the horrible <laughs> things that she was put through. And so, um, it kind of, you know, turned me away a bit that I saw again here, you know, we're not really going down like the darker side of things. We're just like, oh, okay, you know, everything's going to probably work out in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was something I think last week I said, like, if they try to go down that route, then that's definitely right. something that's going to make the show not as impactful for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the one big thing that I enjoyed from this episode was just the love triangle with Aya, Kon, and Kabane. That uh, that had some some good moments. Um, Can we interrupt you yeah. quick, Justin? To no, touch definitely on do. Just yeah. mentioned before we move on to the love triangle. Oh, yeah, no, and, and I was just calling that out, but I, I'll <laughs> hop it over to you guys to talk about other things that stood out. <laughs> just gonna say, <clears throat> number one, does this granny who runs a clinic remind anybody else of the granny from Fullmetal Alchemist? Like she's like the same. I swear it's like the same voice actress, same personality. She runs a clinic. They look the same. I'm like, nice <laughs> she's still she's still alive and doing well. So, but anyways. <laughs> no, I definitely see the relation there. I more so took it as the um the granny from my hero academia oh, that like kisses oh, people man. to heal them. I, I was like, oh okay. You're, but you're right. I guess you know, typical granny style, really, really short old white hair with a bun on top. <laughs> I mean, I feel like at this point all the grannies kind of look the same. Yeah. <laughs> right. An Obasan's an Obasan at the end of the day. At the end of the day, yeah. (laughs) But, like, talking about consequences, I definitely understand where you're coming from, that it feels a bit, like, it feels a bit cheap to have their mom still be alive. Like, it kind of cheapens, like, everything that preceded that revelation. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I felt that there was an opportunity to kind of still explore a a lot of the ill effects that all of those events would have had on the characters, especially the mother. It sounded like from the way that it was described in this episode that she still thought of all those other kimono as like her children, you know, mm-hmm. and that could cause like an ungodly amount of PTSD for somebody um, if she really right. did feel that way. And so it'll I think it'll be interesting if they explore that route. I mean, I don't even know if they could with the rest of the season, but if it was in oh, the monitor or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, um, and I think the, the other thing that I, I really didn't enjoy seeing was Aya's complete 180 in terms ew, of like, yeah. character. <laughs> that was really weird. Like, yeah. personality is just like, gross. What, you know, what is the <laughs> point of this? Like, I guess I could see it in the sense of like when she was explaining her childhood with the uncle and how, 
you know, he heavily reprimanded her on things, but still allow her to kind of, you know, purchase things that she wanted and everything. And so it was really weird to see her do that completely 180 when she literally just said a few minutes ago, like, oh, yeah, I bought all these dresses. I think of my brother as Prince Charming and everything. So, you know, she's built up to be this princess. And then she just becomes this absolute, like, punk like kid she's like shiki who i don't need a brother back on off i have a boyfriend now his name yeah. is Cabernet, and i now wear belly shirts at the age of eight yeah <laughs> you i don't know do that what? i did it all the time <laughs> it'll definitely be your spirit character then threaten yes yes Ren. your 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 spirit animal in a sense oh yeah um, i didn't like that at all so i can i back you on that <clears throat> Yeah, um, I, I think otherwise, though, I, I did enjoy the kind of like weekly new monster that they introduced that was, you know, ripping off other girls body parts. I thought, OK, you know, that's going back into a little bit of a, a darker side of things of kind of the rationale for why we learn they do that later in the episode. Um, but for really, for me, the the breadwinner of this episode was the the love triangle oh, love and just triangle. Yeah. Sure. like, you know, <laughs> in turn just conflictions of like what this emotion of love is and us getting to actually see her as a full-blown kitsune yeah. which is you know horrific in its own regard yeah right this is definitely my favorite on-screen like love triangle i've ever seen it's just so adorable and kabane just like the most clueless he thinks he just still loves inugami the most very yeah so pure so wholesome <laughs> yeah they have a they have a long road ahead of them good thing they're only eight and ten or whatever this point. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's that's rough. Holy shit! I think the other thing I enjoyed from the the love triangle was the Shiki being absolutely beside himself the entire time of like, oh my god, like if my sister marries Kabane, like that makes him my stepbrother, and like all these like other things of his head just going like a million different places. So, I don't know. Um, again, it didn't really do anything special. Like, yeah, it has those moments that are cuter that you know makes you get a little a courtesy laugh, I guess I call it here and there. Yeah. Um, but man, I, I really don't know where it's going to kind of go further. And, and Taylor, to your point, I'd completely forgot that this is actually based off a of manga. I don't know why in my mind, I thought this was like an original series. So I thought when we talked last week, like, oh, chances are it might not get a second season. But I mean, if it's a manga and they have the material for it, then I think with kind of the, the characters and everything of like, I think next week, based off the title, we're going to learn more about, um, the ice girl. And her twin brother, Akira. Uh, Akira, thank you. Um, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Boy. Oh, man, uh, I don't know why I do that. They they capture me in those traps, man. But um, yeah, I'm just interested to see where they're gonna go with a few episodes. And in my mind, if they really want to flesh out the characters as we kind of have hopes for them to do so, like it definitely needs more episodes to do so. Yeah, I just checked it. I just checked um, how much of the manga is out. Just have curiosity. It doesn't look like it's super long running. It's only got 50 chapters out and it started. Wait, it started last started year? 2016, didn't it? 2019 oh, is what I'm seeing. Uh, but I'm on a right. I'm on a I'm on a fake site, you know, one of those ones where you can. Uh, I'm seeing I'm looking at my anime list, which take with, you know, a grain of salt here and there. They said the manga was published in 2016. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a well, TBD. Site, so. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. It's it is what it is. It's mid. It's a yeah. good mid show, though. But you know what would salvage this though? If like they see all that 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 dark stuff for Akira's storyline, that would make it so <laughs> fun to watch. 
Yeah, that would be like the ultimate oh, bait right. and switch, right? Right. Yeah. I'd be with that. Yeah, because it's weird how they have some, like, they just drop these dark elements into the show. Like, uh, yeah, this this spirit was just pulling people's lips and face and shit and then add on to herself in, like, a disgusting manner. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, like, a few minutes later, oh, yeah, she's cool. You know, I, I made her, like, a spiderweb body. Right. So now you can, like, shape her out, whatever. We just let her go. And it's like, like, w- w- what the hell just happened, you know? You can't just let someone like this go. I yeah. Mean, granted, it's an anime yeah. world, but... I don't know. I kind of, I, I actually kind of don't think that's that. I mean, it seems to me like they're trying to take in or kill or whatever they need to do with Komodo that are going to keep doing those things to people. But mm. since that, well, I was going to say, well, you know, if, if it's a Komodo's like inherent like trait of like what they are, then can you really punish them for doing that? But I kind yeah. of. That wasn't that it doesn't even really matter for this episode anyways, because she was just doing it because she was yeah. jealous and self-conscious and it had nothing to do with being a kimono. So, yeah, I think at the end of the day, I've also come to accept that like the co- other kimonos that they fight really don't have any substance to them at the end of the day. And it's more so yeah. just this plot device to really try and flesh out like the main detective group. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess that's like something for me to not take as critical of just like, OK, the rationale and like why these kimonos are doing what they do, like. At the end of the day, doesn't really matter. It's to force these situations like the love triangle and like the, you know, exploration of characters' backgrounds and stuff. So, Right. Uh, yeah, I, f- I feel like we won't really get anywhere when it comes down to, like, plot substance until we figure out about Kabani's parents. If they're still yeah. alive, like, what's exactly going on with that? So until then, there's, it's going to be a little bit of dark sprinkled with some humor. And then, you know, you have Kabani's, like, airhead personality to... Yeah, I mean, show, so. yeah. To its credit, it does look like it's still going strong. The latest volume was released on February of this year, so oh, okay. it's got it's got material for it. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see with it being, as we kind of have collectively said, such a mid show with you know small highlights here and there. Um, if it'll warrant getting a a continued season for animation. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, that's all I got for this one. Yep. Same. Same, same. All right, so let's give it for Kimi Jihan. And then if you guys want to talk about um, I'm a Spider, so what? I heard Take Kuh. the step back and leave oh, to heard Kuh was being the, prophet the again. Only, the prophet. Oh, man. Thank Kuh. you. Thank Take you. it away, Ku. All right, so we were shit on this show last week because, you know, fucking Kumoko's voice and, like, the, the, the comedy of the show is... Uh, it's 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 overplayed. It's overbearing, yeah, and overplayed. Yeah. So uh with this episode, you know, you get the finishing portion of the fight with uh Kumoko and the dragon, right? Mm-hmm. And then like after that fight, like like shit just drops, like lore dumps everywhere, things are starting to connect now, timelines are uh I wouldn't say it's fully merged now, but like they're starting to like come together. Um you know, as, as Kumiko kills the dragon, all of a sudden, like this administrator being who speaks some—I don't know what language he's speaking. Yeah. Even, even the subtitles don't make sense, but he—he uh, he appears behold, uh, like next to Kumiko due to like his transportation uh, warp thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's trying to talk to Kumiko, but you know they speak a different language and they don't understand each other. And then all of a sudden, the uh, like this otherworldly being, like the administrator known as D. Uh, drops the phone and is translating uh, like 
or she's talking to the this this administrator and then he uh she talks to Kumiko letting her know that hey you know, I've been monitoring you it's it's all been fun and games for me uh you know I'm an evil god blah 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 and you know just entertain me right mm-hmm. uh so that's kind of the gist of it and then after that it jumps forward to where uh it's not specified but it's pretty much confirmed that it's Kumiko and like her her legion of doom in a sense where they're trying to like start a war uh with, with the humans for some odd reason and it's not really explained yet but you do get to see like how strong she is and then you also see uh what's that guy's name uh hugo was it or which one uh the evil guy the evil guy from the school uh oh uh, yeah hugo yeah so you see that he's there and apparently he's got this badass dark knight outfit so uh it looks like the one that approached him was you know like kumiko or kumiko's clone in a sense mm-hmm. uh, because then she's there as well and then uh we go on to see that uh you know they're gonna start this war how strong kumiko is and then oh wait i'm getting ahead of myself so before that we also see where julius comes in and uh julius says hey you know like this scarf that i have it's made out of spider silk because we raided a dungeon before and then this was left behind and this is where we found like the earth dragon egg so like the earth dragon egg that we saw in like episode two yep. or three or whatever that was actually uh a fate and like you know fast forward like, everyone's like a teenager now Faye was born and and in a sense i think uh kumiko saved Faye, and then the explorers are able to like uh like grab the egg and like escape with it yeah yeah so uh yeah so it looks like everything that is happening at the school is is in the future and whatever kumuko's doing was like in the past where everyone was just reincarnated for the first time and uh it's, it's all tied down together and at the end of the episode uh it looks like the i forget his name like julius brother oh yeah. uh Shlain or shun i guess is his like japanese or Yamata. I think it was Yamada. I think it was Yamada. Yamada. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So she's like, so she's gonna use her heavy sniping eye ability to kill the hero, or whatever, which turns out to be you know, like Yamada's brother. And by doing so, like Yamada's character is now the hero of the world. And it's just like a big drop that uh, you know Kumiko's evil and Yamada's gonna be the hero, and they're gonna like collide with each other now. So tons of things going on i don't know what's gonna happen with next week's episode yeah. hopefully we don't go back to that spider link portion <laughs> of that fucking hater voice fingers crossed man fingers crossed yeah and then you know that's like kumiko's adult farm you know it's, it's not too bad but uh yeah, it's, not, it's not bad to look at you know yeah it's just not bad and there's gonna be at least two maybe four who knows and uh yeah we're gonna move on with the story so yeah, no, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. And especially, you know, in the very first or second episode, like you called it, of like, hey, I think there's some different kind of like timeline perspectives going on here. And that really was, you know, as you said, that moment with Julius explaining where he got this, the spider silk scarf from and the egg. I was just like, holy shit, like, who called it? He was right. Yeah, like, we got we got the time skips going at play here. Um, I, I did want to touch upon the uh, the administrator D with the cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that's the teacher? that's at the school with the kids right now because the voice actor sounded really, really similar. similar yeah yeah so that's what i was kind of taking away and that would make sense of like how she knows like what's going on with all of the reincarnated kids and i think even in the last episode when they asked her like oh you know what's going on with kumiko and she's just like oh yeah she's dead or it's like okay well now that we know you know she's potentially talked to kumiko but again with the timelines and stuff we don't know kind of at what point that may have been but 
still interesting and in kind of like how things are now starting to fall into place in the chronological order of the timelines here that we're seeing and kind of the different revelations. So, um, yeah, like you said, I'm dragged right back in. I'm, I'm glad to see that we got those plot revelations and that movement forward and that mm. we're getting a good balance away from just the, the slapstick comedy that we saw for so many episodes at the beginning of the series here with Kumiko and the fighting of the different monsters in the cave. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So we'll see how to develop it now. Cause as of right now, I have no idea what direction they're going into, but yeah, I'm totally reinvested into the show and you know, hopefully they, they, uh, they play it out well. So. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. The pro- hopefully the profit will continue. I'll be relying, and I hope the viewers as well, Koo. They'll, they'll be looking to you for the answers, maybe. Uh, there's no, there's no <laughs> more. I don't know. That was it. The, the profit the profit skill set has been wasted up. It's on cooldown now for yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it's on cooldown. Only one per show. <laughs> one per show. Okay, okay, so, fair. Yes. Everybody gets one. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, no, Koo covered it perfectly. So really looking forward to, to next week's episodes and the, the plot ahead. All right, so yeah, that's going to be it for I'm a Spider Isekai show. Move on to our next show. Um, there's actually no one rank priority this week because I guess it was on a break. So um, we're going to move on to That's our fine. next show. Um, now we're going to talk about ReZero. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let us talk about it. I like how that, that just the silence and thinking like, oh, God, what happened? Oh, no, nothing. No, I was, I was doing other stuff. Um, oh, okay. Me, I... I... Go ahead. What? What's right? Don't say <laughs> it. No, no, it's right. Yeah. Honestly, dude, I don't know. Uh, it's it's so confusing. Well, even though like, so? this one was uh, this what? one wasn't as bad, just because like I'm 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 just getting kind of just tired with the uh, the sanctuary. Even though I even though like with these uh like we kind of got baited with the fight. I was actually really wanting the fight, and then they kind of just went away from that. I was thinking like, oh man, we're gonna Fair. see uh we're gonna yeah. we're basically gonna see Garfield just be a beast. And just kidding, we're gonna get you, we're just gonna throw you more of the uh sanctuary and then um followed by uh God, there was uh, oh and then the Subaru and Beatrice part, which I actually really liked. I'm also kind of like happy that I got because this was I mean I completely thought like I was like there, there's no way that's gonna happen. Like and I think it's actually pretty badass if Subaru makes like a pact with Beatrice. Mm-hmm. I'm actually kinda mm-hmm. hyped with that just because Beatrice seems like she's she's I still pretty think it's strong. Happen. Like even though they didn't happen, it's a oh, I, I think still so think too. Happen. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think I so like too. Oh, no, like, no, I was just gonna say like I think it's so too, and I was like, damn, and I called that. <laughs> I was the prophet for one time, cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but like with with how he responded to Beatrice, though, like, what are you stupid? I'm not that guy. She throws him out right away. Like, <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna work anymore unless he dies and he redoes that whole yeah. conversation, right? It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, no, I just have this I mean, feeling like she's just gonna like jump out of nowhere and like save them, and then they got four in the, the contract. I saw it. Right. Yeah. I think for me, like, I, I definitely understand kind of like the emotional, like, impact of finally getting to this point of like breaking Beatrice's um, hesitations from, you know, go moving forward and not letting fate be predetermined for her. But part of me is also like, oh, we've had this conversation between Subaru and Beatrice in this library like so <laughs> many times where I'm just like, move on like i know the show is all about like you know reincarnating or being reborn and you know doing things differently but it's like all right we we, we do we've done this like four times like let's let's go you know come on we got a sanctuary to save we got you know other things to do we got you know demon daddy hector that we still know nothing about and all these other plot lines that i'm I'm ready for it to move along (laughs) um damn 
but but that's it. I really did enjoy um, the second trial with uh, Amelia in the the present, and kind of you know the flashback into the the Alpha Village and everything where um, Amelia is kind of you know shown differently of like what if um, uh, Pandora didn't show up and and screw everything up for them in terms of uh, Mama Fortuna and Gius. Um, and was... I, I think for me, oh yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say it's it's much more fleshed out for Amelia's than it was for Subaru. Was Subaru was all it was just it was just Rem and then just the uh the lost switch like just pretending to be Rem and that was it. So yeah, I was surprised they went yeah. much more for Amelia's second trial. Yeah. And I'm actually okay with that because I feel like like we definitely see enough of Subaru. And I know sometimes like Amelia's kind of uh well previous character archetype of like just being like weak and you know a, a big crybaby now we're kind of getting to see her in a different light of really accepting her past and you know looking towards the future and realizing like the responsibility that lies on her shoulders despite all the you know adversity and hate that she currently gets from this world mm-hmm. um but i think i really enjoyed in the present trial where um at the end um when she's standing on the cliff and she's you know talking to archie and just saying like how you know good of a big brother he was um, I really enjoyed the moment between Amelia and Echidna when Echidna shows up and she's like, I really hate you. And she has, you know, like tears you, starting to form because you, know you can why? really tell. Or do you understand what that part was about? The way that I take it is because Echidna is the witch of greed, correct? Yeah. And so the way that I take it is that she expects everyone to fall into these greedy like desires. And really what we're seeing here from Amelia is that, you know, Echidna is showing her like, hey, this is a present that you could have. Like, this is what you wanted. You know, you wanted to be this happy family and have kind of, you know, the friendship of, you know, your village and the villagers and everything. And Amelia, you know, kind of does a complete 180 where she's like, yeah, I totally understand, like, what you're trying to do here. But for the greater good than more than just myself, like, I'm okay with letting that go. So she's just not being greedy at all. And I really take that as with Echidna being the witch of greed, she just can't stand that Amelia is this individual who does not succumb to these greedy, like, desires. I also thought of, like, a little bit, I thought maybe it was also because uh, Subaru, you know, is uh, um, very obsessed with Amelia, in a sense. I thought, like, that was that could have been part of it as well, but I like your explanation way better than mine, Justin. <laughs> so I feel like this is way, this shows way more in-depth than my shallow uh, thoughts on it, so. There's uh, one part to where uh, Amelia was saying how she realizes that she's been protected so much by different people. I don't know if that was, mm. like, how that's I didn't know how to interpret that. It's like, is she is she now, like, I didn't know that's gonna be used against her in that trial. Like when she realizes that, like, yeah. you know, she's saying like she wants to be stronger. She still has to rely on Subaru and Roswell and a whole bunch of other people to still, like, protect her. Yeah, uh, I can't really speak too much to that. I don't know, Cootie, if you had any insight. I feel like it could just be jealousy, right? She is a witch of greed, so when someone has something that she can't get herself. Like maybe that's just what it is you know she has subaru she's able to like uh kind of go past that that selfishness that uh, i guess greed would come uh, like a company with so um it could just be all that and then with the fact that subaru wants amelia and not a kid not herself um yeah it, it could just be all of that i feel oh taylor what um what did we talk about for this episode did we say something about how like it was a like um like it was about how we made the comment about how like this was in a sense this episode was was really sad just because of it was basically what could have been 
but wasn't. I, I, I forgot our conversation with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if I repeat something that you guys have already said. I kind, I kind of zone out because I don't have anything to add. The show is so above me, like you were saying. No, Stratton. all good. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. I really am like just super invested in like Amelia Fortuna and in, in Juiced and it just like seeing the future of like what could have been. I just felt like was really sad, but also just like not. I don't, yeah, it, it, I mean, that's really all it was. It was just sad. I don't think there's really much more to add to it. Yeah, I think we were first talking about how you're just like, oh, yeah, it's like a really, like, a, it was like a really, like, nice kind of episode. I'm like, well, technically, it's kind of sad because this isn't actual. <laughs> it's just basically showing what could have been. Yeah, I, I will say the one thing I'm really glad that I did do finally was, you know, watch the, the OVA uh, a few uh, weeks back now because mm, I know they had a bunch of flashbacks to like mm -hmm. scenes from the OVA mixed in with this Fox. present trial. So I was kind of like, like, hey, I get that now. I saw that. Like, <laughs> okay. I feel like we, we kind of like, I feel like me and Strain are kind of like overstating like the OVA a little just because like it's still, there's still not a lot of things that is answered in the OVA. It's just more of a, yeah, setting things up. It shows, so. yeah. It yeah, was just good sure. to have like that nod because otherwise I would have been like, w "When did this happen? What is this from?" <laughs> so, yeah, um, it shows the importance of like, "Hey, if you haven't watched the OVA, like, you probably should." It's not going to yeah. answer a lot of things, but in terms of getting like the full picture of things that they're referencing now, even in the main series, like, you need to watch it. So. Yeah, it gives you a little more, and this like this like series, like you need to get whatever you can get, <laughs> right? You know yeah. No answers means no chance. <laughs> 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 I want answers. If I can't get it, I don't want it. I was gonna right. um, ask to like about like Maylee real quick because I just I forget, I forget about her character. Is she like is she part of Elsa? Like is she like is she part of the same team or is she from somewhere else? Like I forgot what's her connection to yeah. like to why uh, why does she want to interfere with like Roswell and them? Uh, the part of the same assassin group, right? Is yeah, yeah. I just think it as like okay. they're both like assassins for hire. Maybe okay. that you know they're not like directly related in a way, okay. or they're maybe like who said it's this larger assassin network, and they just both got contracted by Roswell. Okay, she's um, like I honestly had completely forgot that she was a beast master. I thought she was another like blade assassin. I thought she was like <laughs> I just I thought she was a mage at first who like I don't she, she just rare, barely introduced like last season. So uh, yeah. This, guys you guys have to remember the details like yes, what do. was it that uh, know, there's so <laughs> many coups it's so hard <laughs> we, are, we struggle doing that know, other <laughs> shows man so hey hey i'm watching yeah. tons of shows too all right you just gotta pay yeah, attention yeah. dude but ReZero has True. way True. too many things that are they keep adding on and just there's no resolution like it's it's getting out of control yes, yes. it's it, it needs to kind of calm down a bit but cool I, I i actually a little bit of glimpse of hope i think like this season may end with rem Shut up. Possibly waking up. Just shut no, up. She's not gonna I'm just saying. Oh, no 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 Don't give that man <laughs> hope like that. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right. We already, I've already come to terms with things. All right. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen this season. Don't you? I don't know. There. They're, all right. They're showing, they're, they're showing wow. more of her. I'm you just really saying. You know, right here. No. No. But no. I'll I'll no, they, I'll, I'll be so happy if they revive her and this this season because like yeah. I, awesome. I think we're just gonna end up just barely just like Perfect. escape like just either escaping the mansion or just barely like getting rid of Elsa and Maylee like because there's no way the guy can mm -hmm. go to like Gluttony and like get him to undo the curse so mm -hmm. I suppose sorry Koo. <laughs> and hey, also it could still you, happen though nothing's yeah. impossible and I also asked you because um the one thing I mentioned in this episode was uh the crystal. Uh, that didn't ward off the other the mad mad beast, whatever mad beast, like um oh they have the big like demon dog looking one at the like, end that was yeah, munching on that's the like, bats. That's like one thing they didn't account for. So I wonder how that's gonna like if um 
how's that going to relate to his story and how important that's going to be later on. If like if like I guess I don't know. It sounds important, but I don't know like like I don't know if they're going to review that soon or like how important that is going to be the story. That's the only other question I had really from this episode. So I don't think this is going to happen, but on a scale of one to ten. If Super were to die here, how angry would you guys be? Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. If he died, definitely be very, like, eight run. to ten. They better speed run. They yeah. better speed run the the loop because, like, I mean, season one they kind of did that with um with the last the last part where he was it like he he, he almost got to the end until he d- died by uh by the was it the sloth spirit entering him? So they kind of did that last season, oh, yeah. but. And mm, I guess they, right. I guess they, they sped run it, sped run the loop. So if it's something like that, then I wouldn't mind as much. I'll help with something. <laughs> I suppose. Like, yeah. As I much know, as I want to get to like the resolutions as well, I'm also kind of like bummed that we. I mean, maybe it'll come, but we never got to see the fight between um, Ram and Roswell. I think they did like a slideshow a slide of it, show. like last yeah. episode or something. It's just like yeah. maybe. Okay, I'm, ho- cool. I'm holding on hope. That, though, isn't it? I'm holding on hope yeah, that they're so gonna like, show it next episode. Yeah. So maybe. Even yeah. Though, or Garfield. Yeah, right. I want to see Garfield though, too. I can't, yeah, I, I want to see some fight though with yeah. animation budget. Tied I can't imagine like Ram being <laughs> <Exactly>. that strong because <laughs> it's multi puck. But yeah, yeah, right. I don't know. I mean, for me, it's like Dude, I don't mage, really, mage battle though. I don't really watch a show for the fights. It's always been because of the lore. So I don't mind as much as you guys. same, but but. I mean, it has like the the ability to have some pretty sick fights. I mean, I remember like Reinhardt when he was facing uh, Elsa, this the, uh, the ball hunter. Yeah, dude, I thought that was sick. Um, it also, like the old when the old man was fighting like the whale. The whale. Yeah, Wilhelm. Um, yeah, like, they, they have some really good ones. So I wouldn't. Uh, so I, I mean, so I, I, I mean, I get it. it, it it's hard to be like, oh, I want to see all these things. I want to see all these fights, everything. And then for me to sit here in the same vein and be like, I want answers. I want answers. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> I want to have my cake and eat it too. I'm really selfish <laughs> with this show. Yeah, let them eat so. cake. Let just <laughs> eat a fucking right. cake. I know. <laughs> Keep me away, away from the fridge. But honestly, though, I, I can't really put much more in the show. I don't feel very confident. This this episode yeah. too was like much more yeah, like, straightforward than the others. Like now, no big revelations. Yeah, it was it's a little just bit like, easier. Just we're actually just moving along finally. See, this is yeah. why I was hoping for like a fight episode because like, all right, I can, I got this. I could, I could t- understand the fights. But, well, I mean, no. it's, it was maybe like the the second the, the trial with Amelia, like getting that part, and then yeah, yeah. Oh God, one more one more trial, then oh. we're done. But that's but the I problem know, right? is the end of the season two, though. <laughs> so it's like son of a bitch. So yeah, this whole season two is all of the sanctuary. So Ugh. I know yeah. you guys like don't are not as hot on it, but I still enjoyed season two. So. I guess I'll be, yeah, I'll be, I'll be the only one here. Yeah, just, um, I, mean, just... I like the no. second half more than the first half of the second season. Oh yeah, that's that's e- easy. No contest there. No. Uh, sorry, just, were you gonna say? No, something? no, no. I was, I was gonna agree with that. And oh, bring okay. up that sentiment. You guys are horrible people. You guys just love getting more questions. <laughs> hey guys, let's do the story. I really add more and add more questions, questions so that I can complain about these questions. <laughs> Yeah. Nah. It gives me purpose. If I have that's, all my questions no, answered, no, I have I, no purpose. I know, I get it. So that's why I'm gonna be alone here, just like just the only one praising the show. So <laughs> let's just keep adding more substance to the story, and then you know, not close any of it. Like, cool. what, yes, what if they just, what if they left everything open, but but you got Rem at the end? There's no other resolution. Like if this is a long running anime and not a seasonal one, I'm more than willing to like go with this like progression style, right? But 
when you're going off a season and then you have to wait another however long Four to get the next years. season the next it's part. painful man oh, God, so many yeah. times i've thought about just going to the source material I'm, I'm and being sure like that, oh uh, just, a, just a peak right, I'm pretty sure right season you know? one, <laughs> i think season one like when they finished there they pretty much like caught up a lot to like the light novels so yeah it was nice it was good yeah. so i think that's why it took them so long to get season two yeah well this yeah. one though they have just like questions 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 we'll think about the answers but yeah at least I will. The... yeah okay. You know, like at least the pacing with season one, it it allowed you to kind of comprehend what was going on, and then you mm. get closure, right? And then it was just like rinse and repeat. Yeah. And then with this, is you're you're still stuck on the same like arc as like part one of season two, yeah. and we haven't really like uh, progressed past that. So, true for for one whole season or two parts of season two, I, I find it kind of hard to believe that. Uh, that this would be good story writing. Like I, I love everything mm-hmm. that's been happening so far, but the fact that you're just constantly throwing things on top of each other in a layer, and you, you can't really like follow what's going on with the story. And then you know if they don't even finish this arc, and there's a season three, but you gotta wait till like next year or whatever to kind of like come to a more like, like that's, that's, but yeah. that's rough. You know that's really yeah. rough. So uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like the, yeah, go ahead, David. I was gonna say like I feel like I mean season one like we were stuck in like a loop for a long time in the mansion and also with like with yep. um the the whale for, so like it's not not really a new thing with the show like being stuck in loops so I don't know. yeah I think that's the unique thing with ReZero that like for me it, I find it really hard to recommend this show until I finish like a season because <clears> like if I think back to season one kind of what you said Dave with all the loops and everything like especially like. The first I, time they meet Elsa in the bar, like well, in, in that stuff, like that I would like, not recommend season one, like to somebody well, like, I, until sure it was finished in its entirety and you could binge yeah, it. Yeah, like it was, right. it was kind of painful while watching it. Well, like, the thing that I have to say about sorry, David, real quick, yeah. uh, but but season one though is there were so many less questions we had though, and this is just like an insane amount that just got piled up on us because mm-hmm. I feel like like season one, like we got like, there was a decent amount that was kind of wrapped up for us at least. Mm-hmm. But then they threw every like a bunch of stuff at us uh, just throughout the second season that will be left unanswered. There's no way they're going to be uh, like, no, like that, resolving so. a lot of this. Sorry, go ahead, David. No, I was gonna say just like I'm pretty sure a lot of people just gave up on like on either the the mansion arc season one or like the the whale because there mm-hmm. were a lot of loops there yeah. too. So. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm definitely glad that, you know, I stick through and I think it's kind of the point of now that I've seen where this show can go out like the end of the seasons and everything then it's you know easier to be like hey you should watch this like it's it's good stuff but if it was something mm-hmm. where like if i was at that moment in time and someone's like hey should i watch this i'd have a hard time of really selling them on of like oh hey yeah it does an isekai <laughs> differently without being like this explicitly is how it does it differently and giving away like a you know a key kind of yeah. element to the show yeah like i would have to recommend this as a binge not as a watch week oh, exactly exactly, That's true. Yeah. exactly. I remember first season. I I basically would I would wait like five to ten episodes before I would actually watch it. Well, yeah, because like again, because we're doing like the, the whole loop thing is not anything new. So yeah, so that's that's, that's why yeah, I, I think about season two. If you, like, if you want to compare season one with season two, right? Season one, the only thing that they kind of left open ended was the royal selection, right? They introduced that uh, that aspect, and then they just kind of tossed it to the side because we got to kill a, a whale now, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. with season one, you're able to conclude. I think it was like what five or six different arcs, and then with 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 season hey. two of Rezero, nothing's been concluded. We're still trying to like sort out everything that's been introduced so far. So that's that's my gripe with it. So 
it would definitely have to be a binge anime and not a uh, weekly thing. But at least with season one, it was more uh, easier to comprehend week by week. God, it's going to feel so good when this arc is resolved, though. Right, right. Most when we of... finally get out of this. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the payoff is is definitely worth it. Like, don't get me oh, wrong. There. Like, I, there's yeah. a reason I keep on watching it and I really like the show. Yeah. I think it's just when trying to sell the show, it can be it's difficult. It's just, it doesn't work as a weekly format. I, I think if we weren't doing this yeah. weekly, yeah. I don't think, I don't know. I think you guys would be like so. I, I think yeah. If we weren't doing this weekly, I don't think you guys would be so tired of like a lot of the. Oh, no, I, I, would be, I would still watch it and be tired of it. I just wouldn't have a place to vent. So I'm glad that this is happening. So I can, <laughs> right, you know. But yeah, that's know. just that's just my take on it. I'll just I'm just gonna say I'll just I'll just be alone here. Just my phrase for season two. I just really enjoyed it. So. Hey, someone loves questions. That's okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, kink yeah. shame. Well, we've hit we've hit the time we've gone okay, over yeah, it. That's enough. Too, yeah. Can we move on. We're very going to talk about this episode. We we'll talk more about the season in general. So <laughs> that's okay. So that's that's, yeah. that's our season resolution. Like we don't have to you know worry about the recap of the season. We oh, got it here. No, that's I'll just it, throw so. it in for the season. Oh my god. Okay, that's how we get for ReZero. We we'll on to our next show. Get to talk about Doctor Stone. Dude, we need to get the fuck out of Sukasa, man. I hate these. <laughs> Oh. You know what I say about Shonen Tropes? So bad. You know what I say about oh, Shonen show Tropes? Well, here it is. Oh, God. I love how 20 seconds can last 20 minutes. Oh, my God, dude. Everything that Tsukasa does, but I can't stand it. I hate it all. It's, dude, uh, they just pour, pouring out for our boy Yukio, man. He took that that hit super hard. And he just... Yeah, dude, I was not expecting <laughs> And it's so, it's kind of funny how, like, how, like, like they're trying, like, you know, Tsukasa and um, Hyogo are just sitting in a that branch is like talking to this they're, they're having these back and forth conversations between like Tsukasa and senku and yuko's just like he's on the floor bleeding out here while they're <laughs> just out. talking that's all i've noticed like, during, this, during, during this episode just like like i'm just looking at that background like dude he's just lying there bleeding <laughs> percent chance bad. that he took percent chance that he took the arrows to the knee that was I, a spear no. sir not an arrow <laughs> no and, and no no you gotta hear todd howard all right, for all right that one yeah <laughs> we'll be expecting investment from him soon. Yes, yes. Uh sure. But uh but if it, if he did die though, then you know they don't they don't have to worry about you know saving everybody. Can you imagine him being the only one that dies because he's a guy that doesn't want to <laughs> so it would be, it would be ironic and I would so love ironic. it. I would love it for I, that. I thought I've hard. It would be so unshown in too, which I would love. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, dude. Uh, I can't imagine. Um, I don't know, man. I uh, uh, again for me I, like i know i shouldn't take the show seriously and like i didn't really have too much issue with like all the things that were going on you know like with the countdown timer and stuff like it did give like good building like hype i guess for it or like um crunch for it but mm-hmm. the thing that i really didn't enjoy was when taiju just basically screams <laughs> and that, is used was, as the sonic boom like bomb too. and i'm just like like, like oh, every, of course everything else like, i could believe but like yeah the whole taiju they were really thing, cool yeah like that's so like that's like the most like out there like that this episode. Yeah. I mean, done. it's fitting to his character of just you know kind of this yeah, aloof like, like muscle head crazy guy. But is it possible though with his character? Yes. No. Of course. Of course. Like, yes. So, so <laughs> course. again, again for a science show that looked like the most like unscientific thing, just like having a human be able to like to do like do that big of a voice to expand. On on yeah. on but, on the on the sound cannon, and he also like could withstand himself too, and not everyone else. But, could. Percent, 
but besides that though, I actually thought like the whole thing with the with like the sonic boom bomb. I thought that thing was really no, sick. Yeah, I thought that was, was really cool. Oh, no, that was awesome because no, that, that was is tied we, to the science of it that yeah. David just, said. You know, we're just talking about yeah. Taiju, like how he did not like get phased at all by it, even though everyone else did. Yeah. Sir, we have a villain who can fight a lion with his bare hands. That too. Right? That, that too. I, I am yeah. throwing that in the in the in this whole like web of complaints about the show. And they and they had everything calcula- calculated um for basically like uh, storming this cave where where um where Sakasa and the other dude were not gonna be there in that in time, but then you know, shocker, they're they're way ahead of schedule. And yeah. then we're in this situ we're in this dumb situation. Welcome and to they dropped, Yeah, and they dropped all the gu- all the the powder or whatever they had. Oh yeah, he to create gunpowder. Conveniently, just like just as soon as Yuko gets gets hit, like he knocked into Sanku and all like the the sulfur and the charcoal. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. This 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 episode, I'm just like, oh god. Like I, I just need to get out of Sukasa, man. Like, I I really hope Sukasa dies. I'm, actually, I'm kind of curious, and like, what, then they what, can move on. What do they gotta do with the gunpowder? Because isn't I don't know how much. I mean, I know like Sukasa was scared of it in the first place, but I don't really know how effective the gunpowder it. Like, what what do you gotta do? With, like, yeah. what are you shooting with? The yeah, gunpowder? especially with here. I mean, yeah, to your point, it's like, oh, nobody can die. We're gonna do this without killing anyone. So it's like, okay, what's the point of the gunpowder then? Like, see, well, we'll see. If, if we're all geniuses, we we would know. But yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't get so, eight billion points for that one. I mean, I would Damn. still assume that they like they have some sort of like. I would assume like he still has like a gun or something, or something that like can like pierce. I don't know what else you would like. Yeah, what you would do with what gun are you shooting gunpowder because it's, yeah. it's really weak. So like, what, so yeah, that's why I'm interested. Kind of like at the end scene where we see Sanku like you know making his last dash towards the uh, the cave and in, in the miracle um, water or whatever. Yeah. Uh, when we Nit- see he has like acid, a um, yeah, yeah nitric acid. Sorry for all my scientific you know individuals <laughs> in the in the chat here. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but um, he had like some uh, what do I even want to call it? like a syringe dropper in his it's mouth. A, so yeah. So I'll be interested. Either, is that going to be yeah. just like a, a mini like explosion oh, yeah. that he plans to use, like mixing the nitric acid with that gunpowder, like back spread out on the floor? But what he's going to do? It's like even he makes an explosion. Like how's that going to stop Sakasa? He's just kind of yeah. What, right? Whatever you yeah. do to him, he's just going to come back. So. Like, uh, if you think it's about, gonna be some shonen BS, like if you're thinking about fighting him, did I. yeah, if you think about fighting him, like what are you gonna do? Like, especially you can't yeah, kill this, him. This is why Sukasa needs to die, man. Like <laughs> this, this, like this arc is so poor with this guy. Like, it just get, 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 just get him out. It's mm. um, I, I, I still like would just like to, because I still think Sukasa will die at the end of this. There's no way this guy's gonna live. Well, now that I guess now that Ukyo like is, I don't know, bleeding like, out, bleeding out, but. <laughs> Yeah, and nobody uh, cares. <laughs> how did Hyogo get his spear back after he threw it at you? That's what I was wondering. I, I was like, this is yeah. fucking hit by yeah. a uh, I legit I just, thought he I hit just by thought an about arrow. that. Yeah, didn't he yeah. get knocked out and then he landed like in front of Senku and them? So it's yeah. like, yeah, okay, yeah, like, that, was the impact was of the spear so strong that it like blasted it away from him? And then <laughs> Hyogo's just like, oh, cool, here's my spear perfectly for me to pick up. <laughs> yeah, that's his, that's his so that's, secret. See, that, again, another detail that the show conveniently decided not to explain the scientific reasoning for. Yeah, and I know, well, like, like, I shouldn't read into all the small details, especially no, in no. Shonen your series, your but... points, like, is so valid. Like, that's 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 yeah. my that is like my issue with this show. Like, I feel like about these shonen tropes, it could have been so much more. Like, yeah, like, but how you said, David, like, I really wish they would just focus more on like scientific stuff. Like, the, like, like the the, the and, tank shot was awesome too. It's, it's just like it's just the fighting. Like, it's just the fighting that bothered mm-hmm. me the most about this show. Is like it's like the weakest it's part. Terrible. <laughs> so like, yeah, I mean, but hey, I would... they gotta. 
how to have no death somehow. So it's like, oh, okay, we'll yeah. just I, break all their weapons conveniently. Nobody will ever get a strike <laughs> on us because we're going, the good guys. Just going off, like, <laughs> not talking about this episode, just talking about the show in general. It's like, I think it could be good, a good survival horror, like, even a good survival horror aspect to it, just like having rely on science. Like, you could do it that way without fighting. So, survival yeah, like, horror. That would be a nice twist, for sure. Or could have just done fighting, like, in a sense, with just like scientific stuff. Just. Like right. completely, like leave out, like just brute strength stuff. But, I mean, don't, sure, like, don't, sure. Like, leave it, out. It'd be more, more like military, military strategy, sure. Then again, whatever we're doing, like, yeah. Well, I mean, Tsukasa seems like he has it all. It seems like he has premonition and he yeah. has like just brute strength. So, so I guess, even, yeah, I guess it is Tsukasa because, like, because then if you do this this style, you just have like another, another like uh, tactical tactical master, or just have him have the battles between like senku science and like the tactics so again yeah, there's like yeah. so much different angles you could do like just but it's it's like it's like yeah just tukasa and the yeah, other that, other dude, the worst part. just like dragging yeah, it down. In, in typical shonen fashion there will be one small detail Tsukasa forgot about that senku will be able to piece together with his power of science and that will bring him <laughs> down That's yeah. right, and we will yeah. move forward yeah, IQ. Yes. It's like the last part I will say of just like the entire series, like talking back to Kohaku and her ability to like fight one on one against Sukasa. Like that's the other thing as well as like, uh, how, yeah. how is this happening? <laughs> yeah, that too. Like not any discredit to Kohaku. I actually like her as a character, but it's just like, all right, yeah, that's it's... that's that's fun. <laughs> yeah, they just need to get they just need to get through this with Which, Sukasa I dying. I mean, it's I don't <laughs> I don't I mean to be too down on the show because I was really enjoying it at the beginning. Like I I had so much fun like just at the beginning of the season, like when even just like oh, preparing yeah, for the war, oh, just just like I still think it's like a fun a fun show. I think yeah. it's just one of those things that you know, like we said in the past, like you can't take it too critically or look for the things to yeah. break it apart because as we see here, like you will find those things if you yeah. really want to do yeah. that. Like the science parts are still so much. Like they're still really cool. No, so yeah. When they when they bring those up, but they to like, your uh, point, John, like the whole science part with the tank shot in the very beginning, like that yeah. was awesome. Like and basically, in the theory, basically where it's like you know like that twenty seconds thing, even though that twenty seconds lasted a really long time. Yeah. Do you guys remember that? Yes. <laughs> oh, I just don't know what we don't remember. Oh no no no! Just like basically how like they you know they brought up like the I, I forgot the guy's name like the that's theory the, that's the behind psychology it. yeah how people don't yeah take it's like yeah. at most twenty they seconds don't think like lost yeah logically yeah. irrational like, even those things seconds. yeah like even those things are really cool too yeah. like when they when they bring those things up I I, lo I love it yeah but, yeah it's grounded in real you know yeah shit, which is oh, yeah. cool yeah but Sukasa man I'm telling you anyway. I'm, gonna just, I'm just gonna shut up, man. I'm tired of saying his name. I'll just say my last thing. <laughs> I don't know. Just the way the show goes, I really, I can't see them killing Sukasa. I think they're gonna find some way to like to, like show it, it, and like just make it so they can't kill him. I'm just, like that, Team Rocket blast off that, again. That, that's just my what thinking. If, what if they reverse stone him somehow? Ooh. They put him back into stone again, and then now that Sanko oh. and them control the nitric acid. He's just in that's, stone, that's and they're like, "Hey, that's shit. one way of we'll, killing." We'll release him, you know, when we feel like it, without killing him. That's one. I didn't way. Even think yeah. about that because they did mention a lot more about the stone stuff too, didn't they? About like, uh, they was it initially this episode people. or last episode? Was... Well, yeah, they just mentioned about how they can put together the pieces, and that's what Yuzuriha's secret mission yeah. is now okay. to do that. So, okay, that's the only thing I could think of is maybe there's a way, and that's why Senku's going after. The nitric acid to oh, somehow right. yeah. really yeah. like stop him because oh, I, shit, I thought yeah. the whole thing is for the gunpowder, but now they mentioned that like that 
I guess. Maybe there's some signs to re, you know, refreeze people. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I doubt. Kind of I doubt there's thing, a good. So they can come up with something. I doubt there's a good explanation for the stone <laughs> process in the first place, but. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I don't know. Honestly, like, that's the only thing I could that. maybe see to, to your theory of Sukasa not dying because. If he oh, has a change you. of heart, then I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, honestly, I'd rather have him just die. That's that's like, the thing. I'd rather have him die. I show, do not care I for him know, to be like on their show. No, like, nobody can die. It keeps pointing yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> but the stone thing—that's cool though. I didn't even think about that. I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess I was like, no one really died. But I guess like the the lackeys died in the poison. But dude, who cares? I mean, like, yeah. lackey one, oh, lackey yeah. two. Who cares? So I guess people did actually die. But I just, I just, I just have this. I'm just feeling like the show doesn't want to go in that direction. So we'll see how it goes in the end. I mean, I don't really consider the lackeys as, you know, like legitimate yeah. deaths. So, I mean, we, we didn't even really see them. Well, I mean, they all died, likes though. Matter too, all right. I'm going to write a mean letter to this author. You guys are all a bunch of haters, right? <laughs> all a bunch of haters. Yeah. Team Lackey 2 was my favorite guy. How dare you? How dare you? Bad name, sir. Even Tsukasa mentioned their name. Oh, yeah. That's his true. Name? What's his name? Yeah. Oh, I didn't say I liked him. I'm just saying you're. Oh, you're okay, okay, yeah. okay. That was la- lackey number one. <laughs> that was his name. <laughs> All right. Yeah, All right. So, uh, I think I'm that's good. it for Doctor Stone. So we'll hope. Hopefully, we'll see a conclusion to this fight next week. We'll see. I Definitely. still like it, dude. I still like. Yeah. It. I'm giving it a shit, but I like the show. I still have fun. <laughs> I just want more science. I just love to break it down. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> so that's gonna be it for Doctor Stone. We'll move on to our next show, Jujutsu Kaisen. Dude, this episode is so much fun. Dude, best <laughs> filler episode I have This is not filler. Yeah, this is in the manga. Out. It is not filler. Okay, I shouldn't call it filler, <laughs> but the fact that you know, they're not, playing not, a baseball game. Not filler game. as a Naruto. <laughs> no, it's it's we, filler. We talk, we talk filler it's, it's, it was in, in the like, manga. It was in, in the like, manga. Yeah, when you say filler, it's not It's not like Naruto. It's like just... Yeah, I guess I should have clarified. Yeah. It's not fighting doesn't mean that it's filler, you guys. Jesus. Taylor, what did they do in Taylor? Playing baseball. <laughs> That's right. Hey, but it's still it's still technically in the turn like in the tournament arc in a way because they're still because uh, it's still going on. It's just in yeah. a baseball in the form of a baseball game. Sure. You did not come out of watching this episode of them playing baseball and you didn't feel warm in your heart and you didn't laugh. Then I don't know what to, I don't know I mean, how no, to help it, you. It, was, it was, feels good. <laughs> we we just say filler as in like it didn't really my my catchphrase. It didn't really matter. So, I just heard filler right. said negatively so many times with stuff like mm. Naruto and Boruto and all that kind of stuff that yeah. I'm feeling defensive. <laughs> no, to, fair, to David's point, I should have clarified better of filler because that wasn't what I had intentions for. <laughs> it was an instance of we, and this it didn't is, progress we, the story, we, but in terms of the characters and the comedy that it brings, like ten out of ten, like I so was good. dying we, the whole episode. So good. <laughs> no, but back back to Justin. Like, yeah, when I, when we say filler here, we mean like as in break from action. Not like okay. Oh. See, my filler is basically something. Naruto, but canon, we have to clarify because so, it does yeah. meet different different people. So that's what me and okay. Justin mean. I, I will keep yeah. that in mind the next time. I apologize for my uh, terribleness. Not at all. So yeah. all right. But yeah, uh, I mean, it's still enjoyable regardless. So I mean, it's just so fitting to all of the characters. Still, you know, we have Gojo, who the troll OP character that he is. He's the one that snuck the baseball event into the box. You know, and both the principals are like, "What the hell? Like, how did baseball get in there? Like, oh. we wanted one one-on-one fight to the death." I was gonna say too. Mm-hmm. Um, the the guy who made like the panda like corpse puppet. I I had no idea he was here this whole time. I I, I thought he. I didn't know if we got introduced him earlier or whatever. I just didn't pay attention or something. But like, that's like the first thing I noticed. Like, I didn't realize he was still like part of jujitsu like hi whatever 
Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, this is like the first time I noticed it. So the just... the principal, the guy with the, the glasses, who oh, you know, when you first. Okay. Yeah, that's the principal. I didn't realize the principal's that, awesome. I didn't make that connection <laughs> that the principal was the same guy who made Panda as a corpse puppet. Oh that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. same guy, same yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, that's my bad. All good. By far, like the little tidbits that they gave of each character, my favorite was I think Totos, where he was basically where uh, it was a bit with <laughs> like Yuji. Yeah, yeah, they won the nationals, all this other stuff, and then he just, then it just says Yuji denies this claim. Yeah, that that was by far my favorite one of the little bits. Uh, oh. I don't know if, if if we could get chat to clarify it or or uh, either Taylor. Like, do they have those little bits in the manga? Uh, as far, I'm actually gonna go back and look. I can't remember. Like, I'm sorry. Were you talking about like the subtitles? For... Yeah, basically. Yeah. So if like you look in the character. in the anime chat, I put one of the subtitles for uh, when Toto comes up to the plate, yeah. and then under his position, <laughs> it has the little like you know Chit- funny oh. hint of like yeah, of, like won the middle school nationals. Was say, it Dory? I'm gonna Itadori guess. Says no. I guess yes, because those <laughs> things sounds, it sounds like something you put in a manga panel. So I, I assume. Yeah. 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 I went back to check. So, but yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I I don't know. I love the comedy in this show. It's, I it's so good. I feel so bad for Toto though, because like he's still all about that 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 brotherly bond that they have. Yeah, he and still Yuji, loves him. Yeah, and then Yuji's like, yo, I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, Yuji's but, over it now. Now that they're yeah. not fighting a. Hanami anymore. Yeah, Yuji's a kind of a dick. Like, yeah, Toto's yeah, becoming my favorite character. <laughs> like, he he was just caught up in the high, and he just went off it. But you know, after he used Toto, you know, and then he just like, I don't know, like, yeah, I'm done with you. Get out yeah. of here. Dude, they, yeah, this whole like a, turn arc, they gave so much like character development to Toto. So, Dude, he's I mean, awkward. I I love to see it, and I you know I'm sad that we don't have Brian on the on the show here tonight to you know reinforce the love for Toto. But man, I can't help but feel over and over. As much love as he's getting, he ain't making no, it, man. Never, never. He oh, really? Getting it. I, I hate to stand yeah, on my pedestal yeah. week yeah, after yeah, week, but <laughs> this man's getting too much love. He's too awesome. It'd be the thing that just uh, would be the perfect thing as an author to take away from your, your fan base. <laughs> that's, okay. just, that's just so mean. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I tell you what he's saying. I, but like <sighs> mine, for me... I know. I still think like it's 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 uh Godo Godo that's gonna take that role. Like I just think yeah. it's gonna be the it's Gojo or Toto, hundred percent. Those like, are the only we, two. We, we see every show needs like a Kamiya or like a Jiraiya moment. So I just feel like we're gonna get that yep. here. We also found out that Hanami survived, which I think we I think we all thought. I don't, I don't think any of us thought he was actually or she was I actually dead. Was, I I I feel like it could have gone either way with, with the show. So mm. yeah, for sure. Hanami. I I think okay. Yeah, I thought like there's no way in hell. And then, so we'll have to just, you know, fight that again, again, uh, uh, one day. Yeah. But, but again, Jujutsu Kaisen is great of a, you know, action fighting series. It is the, the comedy is a one as we yeah, you know, I mean, see like, week after week. And especially with, with Mechamaru coming in as a, a damn pitching sure. machine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, no, for, I was like, so she good. was going to lose so it good. against my, she was so pissed. Yeah. Yep. I love all these characters too. Like it, it's just like oh. where you actually feel like connection, where you actually care about every single one of them. Like you yeah, don't. The, like, the, it, the previous arc did a good job of uh, of um, like just giving covering their backstories, fleshing out. I mean, besides yeah. Toto, like everyone got really good character developments during the last yeah. turn oh, yeah. arc. So I mean, I thought, I thought Toto was I mean, decent. I guess, I guess the only uh, one, yeah, but, I guess the only one really was just like it was like like the witch girl and like my I guess felt more weak, like. Well, to be fair, for Toto, we didn't actually get, like, the serious backstory. We kind of just got, like, the ridiculous backstory. So, he still has plot armor, Justin. We haven't got it all yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we still haven't seen much about his uh, 
his sensei yet that we saw the flashback for. So no, I agree with That's that. That's true too. Yeah. I just think it's one of those things again. Like, at the end of the day, someone's got to die. The you armor's know, falling gotta... slowly. I'm still waiting for my boy <laughs> Megami though. Like, I he's still like I'm still interested in like his backstory and why like Sukuna is like so interested in him, and like I I, I have a, there's like some, some sort of like power up from happening soon, so I want to see it. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. one of those characters that like very well could have been the main character yeah. at the end of the there's day. Like this, I think it's just something that's there's this weird hidden yeah. factor. Like I need to know. Like it's got me curious, so that's why I'm just really I, interested in this character. I'd rather have the author take him instead of Toto. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> um, I think otherwise in terms of like lore stuff, I know we you know like we said we had that moment at the beginning where we see uh, Hanami had survived Gojo's purple haze like Kamehameha attack. Mm-hmm. um oh yeah, yeah and we it, saw that the blonde haired curse user kind of isn't really aligned with the main curse users of mahito and um volcano head and yeah, the other guy he's, he's just a normal human it's really weird how they have here normal humans in this like i guess i mean yeah. i guess the leader is a jujitsu sorcerer too so it's oh. like so it's like i guess we need to see more backstory but it's just really weird to like have normal humans interacting with the curse spirits like yeah i don't, I don't and, understand and, like how what's the connection you between, could, like maybe get something later though yeah yeah well that reminds me too we saw the one character that had white hair with like the red spot for like just a brief moment so i think i missed that i don't remember it was yeah yeah Yeah, it was when they were on the beach like sitting on the lawn chairs and stuff because uh was it the blonde you're the blonde hair guy or the butcher they were working for the white hair person right the the Mm -hmm. maker yeah Yeah. oh that dude they're working with uh, the white hair person right what a yeah. terrible character. <laughs> Fucking rook. The rope. The coat rack guy. Yes. Hey, man, he knows oh, what he well. loves and he knows what he wants to do in this life. You got to yeah. respect it. I mean, that's fine, but it's just he, terrible, terrible thing, he, he ain't no snitch, as we learned. Man had all his limbs broken and is like tied up in that curse room and he ain't saying a word. What he did? He told us that there was that one girl with the white bob. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair. Somebody stole the most. Yeah. 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 That's how we know. I don't think it's like not that he's not a snitch, it's just that they didn't really. They didn't really tell him much. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, I'll say they didn't didn't, um, go much into, like, who what the traitor was in the school. So I guess we'll have to see about that. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, Ku. But we do have to focus, too, on the, like, the big uh, drop of the plot is that uh, they they did it for the special grade curse items. So they have Mm -hmm. six of the fingers. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, which apparently one of the fingers that the school acquired back from them uh, was like uh, tapped or whatever. It had a seal on it, uh, a tracker seal. So when they put it in that special vault, that's how they were able to figure out what that vault was. Mm. Uh, apparently, it's not just about the finger. Mm, There's right, right. three different blood vials that has like another special grade demon or something attached to it as well. Mm-hmm. So that's mm. gonna be another big uh, plot yep, device. The, the, three, yeah. the three paintings. It sounds like I think that's like the next arc. It sounds like it's the three paintings. Yeah. yeah, and I like that they also gave us the lore of like the barrier that protects those special grades. I think it was like yeah. Tenzin or Tenjin, which Ten, is like this Tengen. like Tengen. Yeah, Ten yeah. Tengen. Yeah, Tengen Tapa Gurumaga. Yes, just like that. <laughs> Essentially, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I I can't help but think as well that like the main curse like leader guy, the guy with like the X, yeah, like markings on his head. I feel like he was a sorcerer at some point. Like I, a good, I, like I good those vibes too. too. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's a. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because that's that's the only way he would really know like so much about the I'm school sure they, and like allude, kind of the workings and everything. I think they alluded mm-hmm. that previously. Just, I just can't remember. Oh, did they? Okay. Or I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But like, it's 
I'm pretty sure he's like a, a jujitsu like sorcerer, and yeah, just haven't explained oh. the reasons. Reason why yeah. Reasons yet. Uh, sorry, sorry. Go back to the that blonde dude. Like with him being a um a human, Junpei was kind of like the same deal, right? Just a human, but he became kind of like he, he got those powers in a in a, in a way. He, he didn't yeah. he didn't always have those powers. No, yeah. he, he got he, not he though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, patch so basically, face man. Yeah, so that, that random, uh, that blonde human dude, he could probably, like, in a sense, still get kind of like the same thing, where he could get powers instead yeah, of just like a instead of just a sword with a hand as a hilt. Uh, yeah. Probably, yeah. I also can't help but think, but I remember like one specific part where Hanabi is talking to Mahito and he's telling her like, "Oh, you know, I never knew how much like fun I could have doing this or something like basically oh, yeah. in the fight that she had with Toto and Yuji and everything." So, that kind of further lets me think like, "Okay, there's going to be a round 2 showdown and maybe yeah. we're finally going to get to see that solar beam domain and that's what's going to do Toto." <laughs> oh, I'm in. sure. I mean, <laughs> it makes sense for a shonen, so I'm I'll yeah. look, yep. looking forward to it. Yeah. But yep. then again, it could easily be just like how it, like OP like, um Gojo is. He could basically just finish. He could end any of these things if he wanted to <laughs> immediately. Yeah. But I really got nothing else. I wonder when we'll get to see a Sakuna again. He's just kind of been chilling for a really long time. Yeah. And, but he don't yeah. like kind of touch on it. He's like, oh, we don't really know what Sakuna's doing anymore. Like we thought he was one way, but now we're like, I mean, huh. honestly, like I don't like. I think he's just waiting. The one I don't like it when they use Sakuna as like as a cop out or like just a way to save Yuji a lot of times. So like as I'm I'm still waiting for like Yuji yeah. to like to either gain more power or get get more control of Sakuna before we just have him just always yeah. popping out. Yeah. So. Or, what was or, the condition that they made, like that Sakuna had made with yeah. Yuji that Yuji can't remember or whatever? I, I forget. You guys yeah. remember? It's, it, it's something with, uh, uh, it's something with Megumi, but I forgot like exactly like what was it was. It was Megumi. I thought but, it was something else. Yeah, like... that was that was with Megumi because he saw something with Megumi that he was just like that he he wanted like the I don't know if uh, Tizzle if you're still if you can uh, clear it up for us. Um. I'll just say it's something but, uh, I'll refer yeah, back to later. Brian, Brian couldn't yeah. make it to the show tonight, so yeah, we are definitely missing him. Yeah, he, he is in overtime. But uh, uh, I believe it was he was allowed to take over for a minute, uh, and he won't. He promised he won't kill anyone. Yeah, well, yeah, but, but but the conditions of him coming out though, like uh, I, I swear it was something with Megamine. I just don't remember what, what he said. I think it was whenever he wants. Whenever he wants was that what it was? Right. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So yeah. So we're still kind of. I, I'm assuming. Well, I I just get the feeling like we won't see anything with Sukuna, and they're just gonna pop it out at us. And I think that's what it's gonna be like. Yeah, and to David's point, I hope it's not an instance where he pops out because it's convenient for a plot reason. Like as this yeah. like right. OP. That's, that's how it felt in the beginning, but I think they, they since we haven't seen him in a while, so it's it's nice that seeing Yuji get more control of more of his own powers. So. Definitely. So right. I again yeah. And and I guess like even even when um back when when uh, Mahito did like the domain space expansion, like I guess that made sense too because like because they said like it's easier to get in than break out and then like and then technically it was like touching like Sukuna's like domain too, so that part made more sense. So it wasn't I didn't see that as a cop out. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, more. I, I totally. Agree. It's more just the early parts where like where Yuji just kept dying, or and then getting revived by Sukuna, but. So I don't want to see. I don't right. really want to see that again. Just usually, yeah. just getting revived by Sakuna. Same. Yeah. Agreed. 
So. I think I just thought of it because I'm used to them, you know, using these type of things as a crutch so much. And it's interesting now to see a show that's not doing that, which is yeah. really good, admittedly. Yeah. Right. So shout out to Jutsu. Because, uh, manga is really popular. Like it's getting really high in popularity. At least, at least in Japan, because increased manga sales. Nice. Yeah. Well deserved. So it's definitely shaped up to be one of the big shonens. So looking forward to future installments. I think that'll be it for Jujutsu Kaisen for this week. And then move on to our next show. We're talk about Mushoku Tensei. Before we start, we just want to say thank you for everybody who actually viewed the video and also commented. It was our first uh, video we've had that's hit over a thousand views. Um, by far, I mean, I think what the previous one was half that. So thank you guys so much. That was actually really exciting for us. And also just like all the comments, thank you as well. We will mention uh, everybody by name at the end of it, but uh, just so just wanted to let you know, you guys know for thank you for for just checking out checking us out, watching our video. If you have any kind of recommendations on how we can improve this, just let us know. We'll definitely take it into consideration. We'll also take we'll take helpful criticism. Uh, so even if we're just terrible, as long as you kind of tell us what happened and you want to just call us, you guys are trash. I'll take it. That's fine. I just want to say that, like, <laughs> just remember, please, people, that uh, we're anime only here. So I know you want to help us out yeah. with like with more details about like more lore and backstory, but just remember, like, we're trying to figure this out just from the point of anime only, especially like if it comes out later, if there's more information later. So, um, so. Yeah. We do we do recognize this as the internet though it happens so so just <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah if, if you can avoid it that that's awesome yeah but it's good to see how passionate you know oh, you yeah. guys are especially yeah. like the views and comments is threatened set alone like that means uh you know a lot for us as we continue to grow here um and you know we want to continue to foster that kind of uh, environment for yeah. you know you guys for but the, both this show and you know really hype shows that continue to come. Yeah, and, and they, uh, they just thank you guys for the comments of the ones who like could just take all this in consideration. Um, that's like like the community has been awesome compared to like a lot of the other ones like we've seen of uh, other shows. So this like if, if we can just get these comments and more, perfect. But anyway, well, that said, let's okay. let's get right into so, it. Yeah, so we got a lot to say, talk about. And I guess before we start, like he was right, but like you know I wasn't right for the time skip and the demon language was important too they'll get to that later i just want to say like this very first part is showing like the rudy when he was like back in his old form i didn't want to see that man i was like this is get this loser out of the screen i want to see rudy hey that is who he truly is david so they I had to show that. get this loser out of wow. so fucking rude dude, dude i don't, I don't want to see this guy <laughs> that, that's uh that's brutal <laughs> that's my thought in the first minute and then Okay, actually, more serious though. Like, like they brought out the man, like the they say man god in the, in the subtitles. I'm pretty sure they, they meant like human god, but like, I don't usually like it in the isekais when they have like a god interfering with things. I just uh, that's like one thing I don't like. But that's it's more like yeah, oh, he told Gami, yeah. So I think it's supposed to be like person, like like a human god, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, when I when I saw that, it was like it, it, you know from few isekai tropes we've seen. Where they end up speaking to like a god, uh, yeah. whether like with the uh, Yojo Senki and um, even like the standing on a million lives, where they have that just ridiculous ass looking god. I kind of got those vibes, but there's multiple gods in this though, because we heard that there's a there's like a man god and there's also a dragon god at least yeah. of those two. I'm assuming there's a lot more. <clears throat> but uh, then we also found out that uh, that the was it the massive mana disaster that tra actually transported them to a different continent. 
um, as like of the like I guess like the distance from where they were before. We yeah. don't really um, know it. Tizzle and Chat uh, linked us a map. Let me see if I can get this up real quick. You guys keep talking. Sure. Um, I don't know, Koo, if uh, Justin, if you guys have anything to jump in for right now. Okay. If not, oh, I got really a few more okay. things. Okay, but... so on screen, I just showed it real quick. Um, let me see. Oh god, it's hard to see. So this is the world map. I can't. Where's Where's Sorry, the, it's for um, podcast only listeners. Yeah. You, where's, you won't be seeing this. <laughs> um where, Where's the oh, demon ca- uh continent? Um Tizzle. Let me just uh, put on my magnifying glass here. And... Yeah, yes, yes. I believe it's northeast, right? Northeast. Damn, this is huge. Yeah, this is, oh, yes, here's, so yeah, here, this is the demon capital. Um northeast. Yep. It's Northeast, that's where they transport to. And where is the original town, uh, Tizzle? Like they, or where is um, where is like like Eris's like hometown? That was. Hmm. I would assume it's top left. Okay, top so left. top left is where is top, left? top left is where they were before, and then and then top right is where they got transported to by the uh the the storm. Damn. Vitoya. Oh. They have to go. They have to go to Fitoa, which um, that's one hell of a journey. Then they're going to be making. South? Yeah, they have to go a decent s- distance. Hmm. Um, they have to, they have to so go to the port south. Or <laughs> what, what's up, Koo? Who wanted that time skip again? Here's that time skip. <laughs> <laughs> time skip. Just like we're probably on adventure now. So yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like a long adventure. Which we got some uh, Lord was, of the Rings okay. going on. So I was not expecting like oh, yeah. like. I was not especially being transported to another continent. That's like that was surprising. So yeah, I, I was I was assuming it was gonna be like a different world or something. Yeah, like that. I guess it's more fitting now of like the shot that we saw of the demon lolly. So I'm sure now that's yeah. probably more oh, like right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. She was you know walking around in the desert. I think yep. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, God, what was it? But like when the, the the man god was saying about how um the first thing. You know, just rely on a man to help you. It's like, Even though, do we really need like the the god to tell him that? Like, I will. Because well, well, the Maybe. thing is, he's like he's been told is basically that is it that the uh, super like superds are basically the people to avoid. Yeah, like yeah. you, like they will kill you. You know, just fight them or whatever you else you want to do. So I think with the the man gone telling him to you know like, trust the, to rely on the man for help. The, like that was the guy, and like, then he based, he was able to actually question it. He learned the language. Like what's, he was able to help what's out. The, like what's the reason that you have you need a god to um to tell you that though? I don't know. Like what's why would a god? Well, what's the well, point of the god jumping in at that moment in yeah, time? Though? That, that Which too, we don't yeah. know. If, well, if it feels me right, and like all my life I've been told avoid this specific demon if you ever see him. Well, yeah, right. And you wake up and you see him. Your natural instinct would be what Eris did, right? Either like yeah. freak the fuck out, oh, or yeah. just, like <laughs> respond just with like, immediate, like yeah. firebolt or whatever, you yeah. know. But because of what the uh, the human god said, it allowed him to say, "Oh shit!" Like it's a it's a superior or whatever. Uh, but wait, you know, this guy told me I gotta rely on him and then no, no, helping I, him as yeah, well. Yeah, I get that, Koo. Well. I totally get that. But like, what? What's like? Why doesn't he help Rudy so much? Like, what's his purpose in helping Rudy. Why is Rudy so special? We don't that know. He, I guess. I guess. I mean, I, just, I don't I'm believe just we know yet. I'm, oh, you mean I'm, the human god? Yeah. Like I'm. I'm, you I'm the just, human god? Oh. I guess I'm just pointing out there now. Maybe, maybe we'll figure out later why he needs like. I believe he said he just wanted. Uh, he just find Rudy entertaining. So yeah, he, just he, 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 he Yeah, he found it fun. I guess. Yeah. 
Like so. dance, little man, dance. Basically, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of like how to, how I took it all. So I, I think with him just basically telling him to like rely on the man for help, like I think that just helped Rudy with like his like his the reaction he gave to the guy because I, I assume his initial reaction would have been kind of like Aries's, but I think he would have you know fought because he he did go for the staff, but then he stopped. And here's yeah, here's right. where Tizzle can call me out because I was saying like oh so we were just learning languages for an episode and what well, do you know we need it so there Boom. you go there's it there's helps. one part Tizzle you can call me yeah. up for. Dude, also, it's one of those things too that's kind of a convenience factor as well like it's fitting yeah i guess oh, character, but it's like oh, okay well of course we convenience how we happen to land in the village where roxy is from that's yeah that was, that was, yep. that was pretty cool too um i, I mean do, i enjoy I, it i do yeah. like the, the turtle very shell nice. roofs that part was actually pretty yeah. cool guys we're missing the main thing though like when they all landed glenn's missing yeah oh yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll come into play later she'll be, she'll be all right yeah. you know there's no worry about glenn yeah, but the thing is, though, I, I just I just assume with Glenn's mentality, she's not going to be like thinking like clearly like they do about. Uh... Well, actually, no, we will. He's well, we don't know. To put we, we don't know where she. Know. We don't know if she's in the Demon Continent either. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, so that's true. Superbird. We've only seen one Spurred. Superbird. Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. pronounce it better as Spear. we go. Along. Yeah. What was it? Like, yes. I, I, I see, I see the subtitles. Like, I know, I don't know how to pronounce it. Like in English, I just hear Superdo in the. I just Spurred. Yes, bird. It's uh, close enough. I think everybody will kind of know what we're saying. Okay. <laughs> uh, hopefully. Uh, but then we also got like an explanation as to why Superds are in like the terrible situation that they're yeah, in. Yeah, we, we got much more lore. Yeah, on on the different side of the demon war. I was also I was asked about that in this episode, and then they actually explained it. So that was really nice. How um yeah, basically like they got, have the note. Yeah, they got betrayed by by Lapless and. Yeah, and so now it's so it makes sense why like, people are so scared of of the tribe. And now, um, how do you say Refugered? I don't know how, how you'd say that, but but like yeah. his name? I just take it as like the eye is silent. It's much easier to say like Refugered. Refugered. They're like Refugered. Yeah. I was gonna say we're not you know trying to master the way of saying names here. Do our best, but did we ever know that the redstone was an eye? And like how it gets there. Do we know that any of that yet or no? No, I think no, that's the first time. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first yeah. time that we learned that it can sense like demons, and that's how he's like just kind of, you know, okay. able to survive gotcha. out in these lands no, so well. All, no, Apart no. from just being like Keep super OP. Yeah. <laughs> ah yes, the, the Shringan of the Dude, you know what's really weird? Uh I actually got like uh with uh uh backstory. I got like Uchiha clan vibes where you know he wants to like uh he wants to atone for his his like uh his clan and everything else. I'm thinking, damn, I'm getting some like Naruto vibes from this stuff. Oh god. <laughs> I mean it is pretty similar. Like, you it know, is. someone's gotta be stuck with the blame, and that's yeah. you know, Rehird's whole backstory of they, Laplace, you know, used them to help win this framed. war, and then the they he they learned after the fact that the great gift of these spears that they gave him really just turned into blood hungry animals that'll kill anyone and everyone including their family and you know all that so what's crazy is like i i kind of hope we i think we kind of got like an idea like about the superds like just like how much the spears mean to them it sounds like that's basically like in a in a sense like their soul it's uh it's basically what they use that's what he said about his his spear too that it's like the soul of the sun so so yeah if you feel 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 for the guy yep oh yeah and this guy still—he basically still wants to like redeem his like uh, his uh, his species, his, his race. 
uh, or clan. I'm not race race clan. I'm not sure. They say tribe and subs, but okay, we'll play tribe. Yeah, I'll go for tribe. That's fine. Um, so he just wants to like redeem the tribe, and then basically Rudy being a beast, he's like, man, I'll help you out. I got yeah, you. Yeah, ultimate ultimate homie Rudy coming. Yeah, the, the guy's like ten. <laughs> the guy's like yeah. ten years old. Um, I did really enjoy the change in animation style that they did for that very like you know intense oh, yeah. pan of Rougeard of just like yeah. we were betrayed by fucking Lapalus, <laughs> <laughs> and then Rudy and everybody's just like, okay, chill, bro. Like, okay, yeah, that's bad. Like, we got it. I'll, yeah. I'll help you. We're on your side. <laughs> yeah. No, but that like that was all like really well. A done. good nod, nonetheless, for yeah. them to do that adds but, adds uh, flavor and depth to it. Oh yeah, and in Roxy's hometown. Everybody has these. Oh, color I love right it. When again, I know you know we haven't been the biggest fans of kind of like the more perverse nature, but when it's lighthearted of Rudy walking around the town, and he's like Roxy one, Roxy two, <laughs> Roxy three. Dude. Like that was that was good. Like I'll give him that. That <laughs> like, was really good. I can't think I got hit with the the anime like bait of like the age like her roxy's 44 or something yeah that was the other thing of, like oh like, okay it's okay now she's secretly 44 so it wasn't you he's like at least 400 because he's, he's lived since the demon uh wars so. yeah true too that's Good crazy point. that he's, yeah. Yeah, he's lived that long he has yeah, like that, that history behind nuts. him yeah it's uh yeah the, the whole the whole kind of like town was um i was pretty cool but i actually did we we didn't know that she lived in the demon continent, did we? Well, she we know she was a demon, no. so well, she's a demon, so oh, she, yeah, oh, so oh, we figured that she oh, originated from there and then okay, obviously right. went to I the, I didn't the realize, school and like, stuff. I didn't realize the demons had their own continent, I thought I thought everyone shared like the same, I thought everything was much closer. Like, I didn't realize, yeah, there was this all, right. yeah, continent. seeing that map now yeah. that Tizzle linked, it's like, god damn, we got a real world on our hands, not just you know, it's intense because, yeah, it's, these it's, isekai is always just, it's always just one continent, so yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, God, what else? What else do I have? I don't. I have, honestly, I mean, like the episode was awesome for like a bunch of lore. We got to learn a lot more about like uh, the uh, the tribes, everything, kind of like the situation that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 the, uh, the kind of the, the just kind of like other random shocker was like how quick Ares actually came to like uh, Rouge, uh Rouge. Mm-hmm. Like she, Rougier, yeah, Rougier, yeah. <laughs> like she, like she, like she, like just kind of trusted Rudy, like really quick with that. Even though I'm sure her her entire life was basically said avoid these people, right. but I don't know if it's just because of like how, and just like just because of like how like the confidence in either Rick Rudy or just kind of like letting her know the situation, like how quick that actually turned, and now she's just like BFFs with this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like what else can she really do in that situation? That is true. Right? Too, like yeah. it adds no benefit to it, and she really is kind of looking towards Rudy as like you know the one to really help her out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but but I, I can't help but think we're going to see a lot of growth from Eris too. Hopefully, in this journey, I think um, we were. She did. She did get that sword that the uh, the chief of Roxy's village gave to um, Rudy alongside mm-hmm. with like some money or whatever. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. I'm not, I'm surprised that, like that. Eris is included in this adventure because usually in these type of shows, like it's just Rudy by himself or with like a companion. It, it would be Rudy. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised they added an Eris. Like I would not expect her to um to take along for like this type of thing. So I like well, I like it though. I'm liking Eris more and more. Uh, well, my fear with this, right now, this is very biased, but my fear with this is due to their adventure and the up and coming time skip, right, where they make it back to their hometown, you know, with with the the bonds that they form with this journey, 
maybe Rudy and Eris gets married, right? So if you were hoping for the the Roxy ship or the the Sylphie ship, that's probably long gone now. Sir, I, I feel I like that's gonna happen way long. I feel like this. I feel like the Sylphie shit is still yeah probably number one. I don't know, man. Maybe he pulled Paul and he, you know, like she's sleeping and then, you know, Paul and Rudy's like, oh man, like Eris is asleep. That is, yeah, that is true. They have that moment again where he's creeping over and it's just like, yo, man. (laughs) And like two, three years in a desert? I mean, you don't know. You don't know. I think we've watched enough of the the shows though. We we know that that it's going to take a long time to resolve that. You know? Uh, well, yeah, child, know. if anything, childhood friend always wins, and Sophie is right. childhood friend never, never wins. Win, man, <laughs> like like unless they 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 allow multiple. Y'all watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood or what? I mean, that's I, I, one, that is one show. That's one. That's example. Example. That's one show. That's like the exception. Right. Like every other, every other, well, at least rom coms. No, like no, they no, never no, win, no. man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not including rom coms because rom coms they never win. Never worked out. Yeah, they should win, but they don't. Yeah, but, but unless they uh, like they allow, because they did say like polygamy was allowed depending on the religion you follow. Like unless Rudy just marries every fucking hot chick that he comes across, I mean, like <laughs> it feels like this is like leaning towards the the heiress ha- and Rudy ship. It happens in Isekai, so I wouldn't be surprised if it happens in this show. I mean, I, yeah. I know the show has like a lot of good comedy, but I don't think it, it would go that route though. I don't. I think it would. Um, I can see. It I just going. don't feel like it like, would. Based on like the other Isekais I've read, like I can see it going like the, the polygamy route. Mm. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I think it I takes like a couple of Yeah, what? I feel like either like if that would happen, either Eris would kill him, Roxy would kill him, or Sif would kill him, and they're all capable of killing. Okay. Him. Yeah. Roxy is like the teacher. I don't think she sees him like in any way. Like uh, that. she, she did tell him once you're 15 and you still feel that same way. Let me know. I mean. And then, you know, okay. like, like Tizzle mentioned, you know, Rudy did try to sneak in. I know, hey, can I call you father-in-law, you know, when he was about to leave? Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's so, true. Uh, you know, Rudy still, like, sees her as a goddess and he worships her. Ah, oh, damn it. I hate it. It makes that, too much sense. That, that's, still <laughs> thing. that's still a thing, you know? So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, well so we, we need that time skip, like, now then just to see how that goes. Yes. yes. Okay. Gotcha. I think that's all I really got. It's I know. yeah. I thought like, I, like I had way more to talk about this episode, but like, I mean, I think we covered the most of it. it was, I mean, it was a bunch of lore. We talked about the new characters, just kind of like their situation, uh, and then yeah, they have a new party member, uh, and he's a uh, he's a superb. So, mm-hmm. he, which he seems awesome, by the way. But I feel like this guy, he just feels like a character that would just kind of get offed at some point, and basically just really, it, it would be just terrible. Uh, I well, I feel like it's maybe it's gonna, not just because he's the he's the one that's gonna kind of like bridge them to like his like normalcy. His in a sense like his for, his, for his goal people. of like um of like just trying to like redeem the reputation of his tribe. I feel like it's like a like a long running thing in the show. I feel like it's just gonna be like one of the main things that Rudy has to do. I don't think it's gonna be yeah. done like an arc. Yeah. Or I mean, I, I could see that though pretty... that he could get off and it gives that much more impact to Rudy. Yeah. Of like, I really need to do this for him. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good yeah. armor to have. Either way. Yep. Dude, still, I, I guess, I guess still like solid show. I guess I'll say one thing. Like, I guess it's nice that, um, that we finally have a goal for Rudy. He's not just like, just, I mean, he's just, I mean, he's just like, just letting things happen for him. But now it's like he has an actual goal to work towards for. So that's, that's, that's mm. what I enjoy from yeah. this episode. We're out yeah. of the, the training heiress arc, so to speak. So yeah, yeah. he's helping the superiors and he also needs to get back. Yeah. We got, right. we got stuff going. Yeah. And, and you got this bigger deal of what caused the mana spike in the first place. 
yep. you know, is oh, yeah, plus too. trying to yeah. come back through some other party's means. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, there's, yep. there's definitely a lot to unravel. It's hopefully it doesn't get to the part where it's like ReZero, where you got a shit ton of stuff happening at once. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, this on. was, I mean, ReZero authors, big fan of Michoko Tensei, so. Oh, oh right. Well, maybe that's where he got it from. <laughs> oh god, hopefully not. Right, but yeah, no. I'm interested to see where this is going. Uh, like the new guy, uh, Rigerdo. Uh, he seems like a pretty <laughs> god, cool yeah. character. Uh, we still need to figure out like what his backstory is, and then like the thing with the children, right? Um, and how they're gonna kind of kind of bring yeah. back the reputation for his clan or tribe or whatever. So it should yeah. be. Interesting. Yeah, the other one I'm actually interested in is like they say they say he saved a kid, but we don't know who that kid is. Unless, so that's still kind of like up in the air as well because they just mentioned he saved a kid was it ten years ago, but we don't know who that is. Right. So, so it'll be. Well, I don't know if that's like a, it could be just like a minute detail. But, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll see it in the future. We're on the adventure. Yes. No. No time skip, please. <laughs> I guess. I'm okay with this. I'm. I'm, I'm yeah. good. Although I, mean, I imagine uh, with it, with how many episodes we have left for the season, uh, I yeah, wonder where it's going to end. We have eleven this first season, and and then whatever next season is. So I don't, yeah, I don't know how long this whole. I don't know if Rudy's going to get back to back back there before our second season over. So we'll see. I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. Well, there's only what two episodes left. No, no, not not this. I'm talking about like the second season. I don't even know if even oh, by, the gotcha. end, yeah, yeah. by the end of the second right. season, I don't know if Rudy's and Eris has got to be back. Like I don't know how long. I think, I think they could maybe do that. I don't know how, how long they want. Like they want to like space out this this whole like journey. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. We're taking the time. I don't, I don't know anything. I, like, I have no idea how the show's gonna like turn out now. Because I I was not expecting him them to be like, still a kid for this long. I thought for sure it'd be like be like like in high school right now. So so I, yeah. I have no idea what the pacing is gonna be like now. We will see. But I think that I think that's gonna wrap it up for Michoko Tensei. Do you want to shout out to our yes. comments, Tren? Yes, real quick uh, for the for everybody who commented on our YouTube videos, and you know, also the, all the listeners on our uh, podcast as well. Thank you guys again for all the all the, the comments, the downloads, everything, the views. Uh, but uh, thank you for the comments. Uh, Dark Sonic Spirit, Nikhil Philip, K thirty four, God, that's a big one. Uh, Albert, uh, hey, Darren, <laughs> FVA. Uh, Shivaji, Summer Jazz, Wasteland Wanderer, Ayush, thank you again. Sonic, Sonic Cam, Johan, uh, aka FX Fuller or JX Fuller, uh, J Zone, Tippy, Alexa, Vane, Mimic Raccoon, Ronan, uh, Jaimira. Apologize, we saw your comment late. We, we we didn't actually get the chance to reply back, but thank you for your comment. And also, just some guy with a scar. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Love so that's gonna end it here for Mushoku Tensei. We're moving on to our next show, Promise Neverland. Um, I guess big things happening with, with the, you know, Norman, of course, sticking to his word, doesn't really trust demons and launching an attack. And actually, I'm surprised that, uh, that, uh, Emma and them found Wichika and Sonju in the forest. I didn't think it'd be that easy. I, I'm still, like, unaware, like, how, like, where they are, and, like, especially approximately to, like, the desert in the forest and, like, how far mm-hmm. away they've gone since the shelter. So, so I didn't, I didn't think yeah. how far, like, they find Mujika and, and Sonju. And then... I yeah, guess it's definitely it's... something that in the timeline of sorts of them going to search for them, you don't really get, like, the vastness of, like, ground that they're covering. And, and to your point, even after, you know, the shelter earlier this season when they ended up at this other demon town, like, we really don't have a good understanding of, like, how big 
you know, the continent or where they kind of are now is. So, yeah, but the big focus is also definitely Norman. So, like, they showed a little bit of the backstory on uh, the Lambda uh, facility. I'm still actually, I guess, I'm still like kind of confused on like the role of like adults, the adult humans in this like demon world because like it's just like it seems like they just like don't fit in with like how how the whole purpose of like like of humans and this will just be food but like i guess mm-hmm. you still have adults like helping out with the uh, with um with the demons i understand like um like like the women are supposed to be the caretakers but just having i didn't realize that you have a whole facility of other like adult men just being there like just I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some further background in terms of like the promise that was made between humans and demons that I think, admittedly, like you know, anime only still don't know a whole lot about of how you know they kind of still exist like hand in hand apart from just like you said, David. You know, the the women and stuff being like these caretakers and and grandmothers and stuff. Yeah, hmm. yeah. My guess is that since the aliens came or the demons came to Earth. They probably were like, listen, we don't want to get rid of all this Ikea furniture. And it's really hard for us to sit in this random furniture. So uh, we'll just let you guys handle that part for us. Okay, thanks. I mean, otherwise, we're just going to eat your brains. So you choose. <laughs> so that's the way I'm seeing it. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I think like David mentioned, like as much, you know, disdain that the manga fan base and everybody's had with like what they're kind of trying to do with the season and the tweaks and everything. I am really glad that they decided to, you know, dedicate the majority of this up to the background behind the Lambda facility. Did, did you say that? Um, like, um, like, yeah, that we, didn't, that we didn't get to see much of Lambda in the manga, or is this still there? We're just like, just No, 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 you, it, it's in the manga. Okay. I, I think, immediately you get to see a little bit more about, like, what's exactly going on, and that was, I kind of put some screenshots in the chat of... Um, I'm glad that they did include this to at least give some, like background to what norman has been doing you know through this time of when they last saw him and when he was introduced to peter ratchery at the gate um by uh mother isabella um but just looking at the lambda facility like we, you know we really get this insight into like um there are things out there that are worse than what the farms are that emma norman and ray you yeah. know were brought up in as just like fodder um because especially in these scenes with the lambda facility um, you know, you see these rooms that just have a bunch of like children's toys and you see like these humans that basically almost look like, you know, like grown up babies that don't really have like this growth mental capacity that's either resulted in like all the testing and experimenting that they've been put through or even furthermore, humans that are just not even really humans anymore. They're just drugged out of their mind that serve no purpose other than them to just like learn more about like the limits that they can push humans to at the benefit of these demons. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I really liked the part when they went into this background in, in the manga and both in this episode, I think they did a decent enough job. Yeah. I'll echo that. I thought the first half of the episode was really well done. And I'm like, wow, I, I can see, I can almost feel a bit of why I like this show in the first place. And kind of that almost a nostalgic feeling where you're like, oof this is getting intense they're running the tests on them norman's this genius but then the second half of the episode just like rushes <laughs> through everything I was, and yeah man. i was gonna mention that yeah, like, yeah. um i don't know i, I just i just want to mention just like the whole like conf- confliction that norman had about 
him regretting his decision. Like, like I get what you're trying to do, but it just feels like, like I don't know. Like, it feels so like unbelievable that, that he's like having this struggle when he was so convicted to do it in the first place, and then it just feels so sudden. Yeah, his yeah. character type just flips and flops from both ends of like, the spectrum so hard. He was and... so like dead serious when he's talking to Emma and Ray the last past episodes, and he was so reassuring to his other like like teammates. And then, I don't know. And then just like, I guess when that demon girl yelled Emma, it just, it just felt, it felt so, like, I guess maybe, maybe if they like dedicate more time, I could believe it, but just this episode, like, it's, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. And I'm pretty sure yeah. this, the, the grandchildren or the grand demon child being named Emma was, this is anime only. I'm pretty sure that this is not oh, happening. That was also a terrible sure. choice. Yeah. This, this is like some, this I don't even know. This reminds me of when Game of Thrones went off the books and they're like, all right, we got the idea of what's supposed to happen. So we're just going to run with it. And then the show lost all track of like the witty dialogue, uh, the tension, because there was a lack of setup for a lot of things. And then there was a lot of plot convenience around like travel time, right? Like characters would randomly go from here to there. And to your point earlier, David, it felt like they were in the woods and then showed up and then everything's burning within a matter of like yeah. minutes. It, it just... It all felt really odd. And like, I think, like, looking back at the season, if we would have gotten, like, four episodes dedicated to Norman's story alone, oh, my gosh, think of how awesome that would have been. Like, hey, guys, like, you could have done this. When he's sitting down talking to Emma and Ray, you have a flashback of, like, three or four episodes where he's talking about his experiences. So, like, this is what happened right after I met, what was the guy's name, Petri Dish? Peter Rattree. Yes. Yeah, Petri Thank you. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Peter Radish. So there after you met uh, Peter Radish, right, you could have him go like through his day, what happened, how he finally broke, how he assembled all these materials to make a bomb, why he was convinced that morally that was the right decision to make, even taking human lives, how he assembled that crew. Like all those essentials were completely removed, leaving us kind of with a void of Norman's character how he's changed at all, how he came to any conclusions. And then, like you guys mentioned, the fact that he's like, I'm going to put on a hood. We're all going to form the new Akatsuki. You guys are going to stand on four pillars. <laughs> and then you're like, when did they get these ninja powers? Like none of right. that made any sense. So I, I felt like it just, it wasn't believable because we hadn't given, we haven't been given the time to sink our teeth into Norman and his recent changes. Although I'm a fan of them because it's something new and it's, it's, different from emma just being like peace justice yay we can do this and ray's like oh god somebody please help us yeah so it's kind of funny in the sense of like you never would really expect norman to be the one who goes you know full-blown sasuke if anything from like the first season and stuff that would be more ray. fitting of like ray just yeah he looks yep. like sasuke well not well i mean yeah that helps <laughs> but really. you know more so just in terms of how he's introduced in, in the beginning and how the man literally is planning to light himself on fire in season one to you know, save people. Yep. He definitely goes way yeah. more off the rails than someone like Norman should. <laughs> now he's just Brian from Family Guy, where he's like the voice of reason. <laughs> so it, it's it. That's the thing, man. It's it, this season had a lot of potential. I and it hurts even more knowing that they went this anime route hoping to fix things, but it seems like oh gosh, it's like oh. uh expect expecting flex tape to hold through a hurricane. That's probably not going to happen. Although it might. Yeah. That's, not, that's not what the commercial says. Are you saying they lied? <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't right? know. That guarantee I, was no guarantee. That's right. 
But uh, um, no, yeah, the whole the whole search for Mujica and Sanju just had no real weight to it saying, at the end of like, the day. Yeah, and, like, does it even matter now? Because they they didn't we even gonna use them, and then and the whole and we still need an explanation from Mujika and and sort of how they're able to live without eating humans. But it's like, yeah, is that this whole part even gonna matter now that like Norm Norman just did the um, thing? So, so I mean, it it kind of does in the sense where something similar happens, not to this extreme of like super genocide, like Norman Sasuke mode two point um, but it's way more fleshed out in in the manga and and the rationale for Mujika and and Sanju and where they kind of come from apart from Mujika's blood and everything there's just so much more answers and okay. and kind of weight given saying, to it for the route that anime is taking it's like so like i'm just thinking like how is this like the way that the route like how is this guy end like if like just if like if they're like, yeah. if, if is Norman even gonna be part of the group anymore and then like and then what's like I guess I wonder if no nah, Norman's just, dead man either cause way because they're still waiting for Isabel too to come hunt them as well yeah so, so no like, I was just gonna say and it's like it's, with it's, that and how many episodes we have left either it's just gonna be the biggest shit show ever so or there has and like and and, and like Sasha's like Emma's still trying to have that idea like trying to save all the children in the farm it's like you need to save your own family first so. Like, yep. yeah, I just, I don't, yep. like, I don't know how, I just don't have a good feeling about how it's going to end. I just, like, I don't have confidence that, like, this is going to wrap up well. I mean, besides, yeah, besides, well, no. besides being obvious about what happened, but. It, it, like, the only the way fact. it could salvage it is it gets a season three, but based off the ratings and everything that people have been so rightfully pissed off for, like, I don't see how it can get a season three. Yeah, this needs like, a rework entirely. Like five years down the road, so we can all scrub away the pain. I mean, the season. other thing too is like it's not really doing anything for manga sales. Like the manga ended a pretty decent time ago, so yeah. I don't see any rationale that, that, apart also, from somebody. That's also really weird. Like, yeah, if you're not gonna sell manga, like I mean, I guess you could still sell like catalog sales, but still. But like, this might actually push manga sales up because people are <laughs> like, "Dude, what what happened to the show? I'm gonna go read the, yeah, the I mean, actual yeah. ending now." It's all but, 4D chess, guys. Yeah, maybe yes. that was the 4D chess of the author of, yes, I'm thinking of this new elaborate background. He just completely Man. shits the bed in hopes that people go and read his original if work. If you do it, don't drag works <laughs> with you. But, like, yeah, it's make... such a waste of a quality team. God. Yeah, that... Like, it's, least, it's sadness. At least works we got... It's... We got, uh, uh, was it, like, uh, Tori Mia and, like, Wonder Egg priority of season, so... And they always yep, have they always so. have fate grain or fall back on too. So and not plus exactly. they're they're, they're on my Antiflex and Sony anyway, so they're fine. But they'll be all right. Um, yeah. No, the other big thing that was annoying was um, the locket that Emma loses <laughs> when they're being chased by the monster, and that you know, conveniently Mujica finds it and she's like, "Oh, okay, Emma's here." Like, okay, because the locket has a <laughs> lot of great importance in the manga. Oh, it does it? And based off what I'm seeing right now, like. There ain't no way they're gonna get into what the importance okay. of the locket has. So. I'll say, what, Dude, what's, it's what's, Mujica's what, blood, man. What's what's Big that what's that TV trope thing called? Like like Chevron's gun or whatever, where it's like this one seemingly unimportant thing becomes important later. I don't know. That's just, that's what oh, it reminds me of. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's even like they kind of alluded to it in the beginning of this season when Mujica first gives it to Emma and she, you know, has that like whisper to her that we don't get to see or hear as an audience member, but it's like oh, I don't remember that okay. at all. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I do, I do. I so, remember. That was at the end of the episode. Yep. 
she's just like, oh, here, take this. And then she whispered something in Emma's ear. And then I think it was the end of the episode. So, yeah, what, two episodes yeah, left? Like, uh, yeah, it's so weird, too. Uh, it's only 11, 11 episodes. And, yeah, yeah and, and, and like you brought up, David, like, you know, we got this whole focus on Isabella now having this new mission and to, you know, save her family. But she, it's like, how is that going to... she got to show up in the last two episodes? Like, what? Oh, it would be so bad if they tried to do that. I don't even know how. I, will I, say, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. One highlight, the soundtrack was killer. When, when they went to Burning That Village... That soundtrack was, oh, it was really pretty good, badass. So. Yeah, it gave a good yep. heaviness. Here, here comes to what was going trans down. moment of shit on me because I can't remember the soundtrack for any shows. Oh man, that's I, I don't know why. Like... Norman's <laughs> full heel turn. Dude, I don't know yeah, why. It definitely I, had like that Sephiroth I, angelic, I, just I like remember, oh shit, it's going down. But I'm so bad at anime soundtracks. Besides like Sawano, he's like the only one I can remember. But like I'm so I don't know why I'm so what? bad at these. Game, yeah, I think for me, guys. like when it's this, like the orchestral, like just super, like over the top classical, like focus. That's when it's like, oh shit! I just don't remember. It resonates Solano. with me. I just, so. it's part of the immersion for me. Like Death Note, I still remember all. I mean, I don't remember all of it, but there, there's just certain themes that you hear automatically oh. snap you back into that scene around the same place. So for Note, me, music's just, a big part of it. I only remember Death Note just because of all the YouTube clips and people memeing <laughs> on it. So. Yeah, too sure. Um, to the fair point too, like because the plot is just so all over the place now, then it's easier to focus on things like the music and everything and other things that you look to enjoy out of whatever this show is now called, The Promised Neverland. As it definitely is not as as Sasha would say, yeah, it's man. not not <laughs> promise anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Hashtag I ain't feeling it no more. <laughs> yeah, man. Poor Phil. Poor Phil. But right. yeah, we'll we'll see. Two episodes left. Not a lot of we'll hope. We'll fill you guys in next week. Yes, yes sir. Yes. I was, make, I was like trying to make yes. a raid plan, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. So that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be it for this for this section of Promise Neverland. And then end of the podcast right here. Um, we want to throw it out to the floor for anyone who wants to comment. Do you, do you have anything you want to say about Quintessential here? Just for for Tizzle, anything you want to resolve? Oh, oh my God! So quintuplets. I said that my favorite was Ichika, but I do not like how they're developing her character at this point because she went ahead and did like the dirty deed of dressing up as one of the other uh, quintuplets. And oh God, you know she. Oh, I saw that. I actually saw that on Crunchyroll. Yeah, so I'm just like, no, like she's my favorite character and she did the shady move and instead of like being like, which by the way, Nino, it's starting to become the number one girl. But um, yeah, like the character development of Nino compared to Ichika is like, it's the polar opposite. Like Nino's becoming a better character and Ichika's become like a like a total bitch in a sense because everyone's kind of like, like slowly working their way up to building up the confidence to tell the MC that, you know, like they're in love with him. But then Nichika does like the thing where she dresses up as another girl, uh, the other quintuplet. And then she's like, oh, you know, did you know that Ichika loves you? Blah, blah, blah. And it feels like she's going to do some some backhanded shit to kind of like sway the MC to like Ichika instead. So, uh, so some dirty shit's happening. And, you know, like it's not about the school anymore. I guess it's about the the relationship that the MC is going to build with the, the girls. And uh, yeah, the, oh, Ichika just just nasty. Just nasty. <laughs> All right, so 
Oh, uh, so th- that's it for uh, quintuplets. Uh, quint- um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Ulysses for uh, uh, bottom tier. Um, I caught up to that finally, and I'm still I'm enjoying it. Uh, fun show to watch. So really enjoying bottom tier. Yeah. Also, Nanami is number one girl. Yes. <laughs> uh, Wait, you mean Nanami? I have a quick shout for. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, David. If you guys. Oh, never mind. Don't forget it. Go ahead, Trin. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, I wish I would have watched the previous two episodes of Skate because I feel like the before this week, I actually thought like Skate was like the strongest it's been like the like this whole season. It actually felt like it was it had like like legitimate like like it, like issues that were popping up where like the main like the main MC was feeling like where he was just like useless. Like he's been basically skating his entire life, and this guy just fucking comes out of nowhere from Canada of all places and just destroys Those this damn man. Canadians. Yes. And he, and he where he he just kind of gets like the feeling like where he's just going to be like a support guy where where he he can never get to that level, and mm-hmm. it's actually like really I mean it can be uh it can be really like relatable I think to like a lot of people like no matter how much you try if you don't have like that just like natural talent like it just like it's just like you're just it just feel it just feels so bad, so I really like those like two episodes like I was like damn I was like I really wish I would have actually kept up with the show for these couple episodes just so I could have I could have uh, commented on it. But this fucking yeah. last one just ruined everything. I hate this uh, this like main villain dude. There's no need for this guy. Yeah, it, I mean, just... I, like, I can kind of respect that they're trying to give him a reason for being such an asshole. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I don't care. They've already made him so obnoxious and like hateable that like it doesn't matter what plot they throw at him. Like, I'm beyond that point. I just want him gone. I feel like he's detracting from like the best part of the show that's oh, just oh. now coming out. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, oh yeah. Like that that Fair. whole like the yeah. last couple episodes were solid. Also, Joe is like one of my favorite characters. His his ability where he just basically bounces off the walls. Power like, stops so everything. Sick. Yeah. So I thought that was so awesome. I, I, here yeah, I am like, talking about like Joe. real life stuff when that in action like in no way can be real life. Uh, I thought like that uh like that that whole move, I was like, dude, that's so cool. And in no Why, though, as much as I hate Adam, <laughs> it was funny when it was doing the flashback between Joe, uh, Cherry, and Adam. And when they're underneath like the bridge and Adam takes his hood off and Cherry's like, Adam, your hood. <laughs> no. He's like, You guys are my friends. You can see my face. And I'm just like, Oh my god. <laughs> like, I actually, actually think I cringed a little bit at that part where it's just like I it like kinda adds you know, to Taylor's Man, point. Like, like this guy is so pompous and over the top, like treated as a god. <laughs> I don't know, man. The way you the said that line, p- make it sound super badass. Fuck. No. Th- that, I guess. Th- that, that's, that's Joe. Joe's badass. The, the main villain is terrible. Uh, Adam. Where the, the, It was ridiculous, too. When he just gets off his skateboard, turns around, just drills the guy in the face with his skateboard, and then just ends the race right there. It's like, dude, what the fuck just happened? Oh. I forgot that happened this episode. I was so pissed off. I think I just stood <laughs> up and walked away. I don't even know that I finished the rest of the episode. I was so it was mad. Bad. It was so bad. <laughs> you yeah. can't win that way. Like that is, an, you're disqualified if you beat up an opponent. Nah, this is s skating. Anything goes. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That means, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't give any credit to Adam of just like hating him. He's the easiest character to hate. Yeah. And on, only in s skating is where you can basically. Where Snow was just kind of just cruising along for about half the race and still catch up and win it, like I, I, that just oh god, it just triggered me so Out much. Friendship, like, man. All he needed was to see Recky once. Immediately, I, I'm pretty sure when I was watching on, it, I, I was like, I'm pretty sure, like even like when we were watching, I was, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this is David's moment. Power of friendship. Power of friendship. And he wins it. And then it was all because of power of friendship. <laughs> I just accept this. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we got people power stomping off. You know, metal beams. We got 
you know, snow going off a little rock and doing like a triple backflip, gaining like massive air. So, or or, yeah, or like basically Joe (laughs) kicked that steel beam so hard that it actually gave him enough momentum to basically just uh, catapult forward. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, David, I just mentioned like I know how you love power friendship moments. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, the show is like the show like had two strong episodes. This last one. Awful. Continue. All right, no, that's the end of the podcast. We're in it right here. So, I want to thank oh, thank can. the audience for joining us this week. Thanks, thanks, Darren. Uh, you are VIP. Thanks, Darren. Thanks, Dizzle. Thanks, Dizzle. Yep, always appreciate having talking guys in chat. Uh, I want to thank oh, yeah. the audience. Also, oh, also Vic Swift. Thank you for calling us hot. Thank you. Yep. And I want to thank the audience. <laughs> or I want to thank the panel for joining me this week. Thanks, guys. Always fun talking with you every week. It's a lot of fun this week too. Same here. Yep. My pleasure. Likewise. Yep. And we'll see you guys next <laughs> week. Remember, llamas yes. are not alpacas. Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't never forget. So. Thanks, Ash. So, yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye, everybody.